compound audio group. Are you hungry? Like, are you one of those people who doesn't know how to cook? Like me. And this is Bobby speaking when I say me. Are you one of those people who like homemade food? Food in a brown paper bag. Are you one of those people that enjoy homemade brownies? That Possibly too. brownies with cookies inside. Uh, a, Do you like a a bookie? Is it called like a bookie? A, bookie? a brownie cookie? Mm. Do you like homemade potato chips? Yep. Do you like skirt skirt steak? Yep. Do you like huge ass uh, Mondo burger size bacon cheeseburgers? Yes. Yes, I do. Well, go to Domesticated Dads. Go to the domesticateddads.net. Dot net. Get you burgers. You get you a nice egg sandwich, a pork rag and cheese sandwich. Be precise. And you need to put a hash brown on that. Trust me. The fact of the matter is, is they've got lots of yummy homemade goodies, custom gift baskets, early bird, school lunch delivery, as well as a brown paper bag breakfast for your boy Bobby. Alliteration in the bitch. Domesticateddad.net. Go to 66 Monmouth Road in Oakhurst. Fuck we talking about. Oh shit, that shit looks good. God damn, that homemade lemonade. Have you ever had the strawberry water? Ooh. Oh man, come on, man. Hit Ooh. up Domesticated Dads and treat yourself. Don't treat beat yourself. yourself. DomesticatedDads.net. Treat yourself. Hey B, do you know what a back mount body triangle is? Um, is that one of the moves that dropped November fifteenth? Mm, you're talking about that Jetsweb Yes, Jetsweb.com Talking about that Jetsweb Yes, Jetsweb.com And honestly, to answer your question No, I don't know what it is Did you is. know that it was one of my favorite uh, positions from side control? From side control It's called the gift wrap The gift wrap? The gift wrap oh, Like nice. Christmas So you mean tell me But with a killer instinct So I can learn that at Jetsweb.com You can throw your legs around somebody's body like a coral belt and wrap your ankles real tight and squeeze the life right out them fifth chakra. And how could I learn how to do you that? You go though? to jitsweb.com. Go to jitsweb.com. You go to jitsweb.com. So do you read about these? You're, you're reading to complete the interactive website for you to learn how to do any sort of jujitsu move in a gi or without a gi, brother. Now no. listen. <laughs> so you sit down <laughs> with your boys. How do and you I learn to use some jujitsu <laughs> on the jitsweb.com. It's an interactive website. And if oh. you can go and you learn how you put a crippler coffee, you can go ahead and do a bionic gobo, brother. And you can come on in. And if Hulk Hogan or Hacksaw Jim Duggan or the Ultimate Warrior thinks he's going to go, you know you throw him into that gift wrap. You throw in an omoplata. And then you throw him into an ankle lock. And then you take over the whole world through Jitsweb. You heard Oh, that. yeah! Jitsweb.com. Just go, please. Go. Bobby Moore. Danelle, in my house, Santa Claus is black. Jesus is fucking black, because we black, my nigga. And that's facts. Adam Simmons. Mr. Bro, I wasn't born. I was found deep within the catacombs of a space shuttle that crash landed on this planet and raised in a compound in Area 51 to coexist with humankind. The Simmons and More podcast. Bro, no, there is no, absolutely no way. Do you.
No, there's no way the dude love is better than Cactus Jack. Yeah, but Cactus Jack came in with that OG Lucille from The Walking Dead and cracked you over the head with barbed wire. Oh, wow, that was a legal hot take. Ooh, stay lit. Hot takes, get your hot takes. Hashtag Sam PC. What the fuck is we talking about? Welcome to the family. Yes! <laughs> Simmons and More Podcast, episode 46. Fuck is we talking about? Welcome to the family. What's cracking, <laughs> homie? What's good, bro? Beloved. Episode 46. Fam. That's all. Um, Slime. Andy Petiti. Andy Pettit. <laughs> How many rings Andy got? Five. Four, five. Is five. He's five? got five. Was he there? Yeah. Oh, nine? Hell yeah, he was. Yeah, I he saw was. him in that okay, parade. Yeah, nah, he was. He was. Okay. All right. Shout outs to Pettit. He Andy tried Pettit. to go to. Um, Court four. Where did he try to go to to win a ring? In between winning uh, the fifth. Texas? The fourth and the fifth. Texas? Was the it, Rangers? It the Rangers, was it? Probably. I kind of yeah. feel like it was the Astros. I might have been the Astros. It's I don't Texas. Know. It's Texas. Let us know. Let Texas. us know. Astros, Rangers, Danny should be fucking looking that up. Nah, he's he Texas. He's sending dick pics do right that, now. Yo. He's te- sending I dick pics. I swear to God, Danny. Don't worry about it. I can't wait. To I gave him half a beer. That will do your job, and I will never talk to you again. As friend to friend, <laughs> so uh, I will never. That's that Craigslist ad I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I saw. I saw something to say. Uh, yeah. Check, check me out on uh, Craigslist. Uh, I need today, a fucking producer.com. Today, it's got to be half Peruvian, half Puerto Rican. Yeah, you got to yeah. look just like uh, that. Today, we are, we are truly blessed. I am so pumped about this episode tonight, man. Why is that, my man? Uh, spiritual gangster, TEDx contributor. Uh, are you a shaman? Would you be considered a shaman? <laughs> I'm just a man living a dream. Oh, shut up. Yeah, he's a shaman. Oh, there he go. This is my brother, brother, brother Ra. Brother Ra in the building. What's up, brother? Brother doing Ron. good, man. How he's doing, bro? What's going on, man? I'm I'm living, man. Oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm living too. I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity to kick it with some Stop some brothers. It. Stop see, it. Here he go now. See, brother, right off the air. <laughs> I was listening to him, and I'm like, yo, I don't want girls listening to this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Why is that? Brother, Rock talk too smooth. <laughs> and it be fast as hell, so you just may catch like three words and they all nice, the best slick. words he He's say. Slick. I got He's a, slick. I got a fiance, so any lady that is going, right, I'll, I'll redirect out. towards your shout way. To Slide into shout Bobby's sister, DMs. Sister Ra. <laughs> sister Ra in the building. Sister Ra. The queen. The queen. The queen. queen okay. That's my, I got to give her a shout out, though, because be like, just, just so these ladies know I still don't who, want, who her woman I still is. still don't want girls <laughs> listening to this shit. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to have to promote this You're, you're no longer the smoothest man in the building, bro. No, yo, comes as soon down as he to. was talking, I'm like, God. But damn, it's something in the talking. melody, though, that gives it all that smoothness, though. Ah, so, shit, you know. my brother. Happy Black History Month <laughs> on our last day of Black History Month. Today's the 28th. Right? Yes, it is. Today's the 28th. Celebrate God, your damn. Black History every day, though. Don't let them fool you into the 28th. Come on, yo. No doubt, Facts. no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. God damn. See, this is what the fuck I'm <laughs> See, I wasn't ready for that. Like, I gotta say shit like that. Uh, I'm, I'm about to just. I've been saying that for 45 episodes, dog. <laughs> so, what I'm gonna do is go on his page. Find <laughs> who follow him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just fucking around, right. brother Ra. It, it it had to happen. Uh, I just met him, so I don't really I don't no, know. No, it, it had to happen. Every time uh, we run into each other, yeah, it's it's an, at least an hour long conversation. Oh yeah, good thirty minutes, forty minutes sometimes. And that's what this is. So you All got- right. So what I got from the conversation off air is that y'all know each other from like you being at work at your old place and him being a customer or whatever. Yeah. Like another yeah. family. Just a, a couple of spiritual beings so you coming go there, together. You go there on the regular. 
Yeah, you know, I, I get I get some like you know packaged meals. That's probably the best thing to get. Like get a good organic meal. I say uh, about it's like say. a free infomercial. It's going to Dean's. That's probably the best way to get organic food. And he was probably one of the cooks that made yeah. a lot of the food or, and got make some good sandwiches. So I'll just be over yeah. here brushing my shoulders off. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll say I told him earlier, man. This, when when Adam left the juice bar. A piece of that juice bar soul left the Adam building. I had too. the bar lit. You know what I'm saying? And it's <laughs> realizing the light that lit. he brought, and that's what made it. It's a connection. It's more than just a going and get some food, though. Breaking bread with some real people. Yeah. So, it's so the most you a healthy thing. brother. Oh, yeah. God take care of the body. The temple. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, the temple, son. Talk, <laughs> <laughs> and it's true, man. Like, it's just realizing. Yeah, man. I hear you, yo. That's, that's what's up, man. Um, so, what do you? what's up with you? Tell me something about you. Something about myself. I am. Uh, you said you study a lot. I study. Yes, I do. At this point, when I was in high school, not so much. But I guess yeah. it was probably the. the well, you were, young, you were a young athlete at the time. Oh, definitely yeah. athlete. Athlete. Oh yeah. Come yeah. on, yo. Okay. What are you six three? I'll start from a very brief beginning. Grew up in uh, Union, New Jersey. Uh, okay, you were a kid. Okay. July 6, nineteen eighty seven. End of my fifth grade year, fourth marking period, end of the third marking period, I moved to Marlboro, New Jersey. Uh, so I went from Union, a very diverse town, not all black, not all Spanish, not Asian, a little bit of Indian. Wait, did you run track? I played football and basketball. Okay, all right, And all I did right. track, I did high jump for a little bit, though. All right, all right, Graduated all right, 2005, right. I went he's to getting, Marlboro. He's getting salty. <laughs> he's getting salty now. <laughs> All right, nah, we good. We he's good, like, yo, we yo, yo, you run the 400? I'm trying to scrap shit in my head. about Earl Gray? That's another brother from track from Marlboro. Okay, okay. He went to Maryland. Uh, for, mm-hmm. but. Okay. I'm going to sip my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I got my goddamn tea. But moved to the suburbs, man. It gave me a real nice balance of being in a, in a world of diversity. But it was my younger age. You really conf- uh, understand more as you get older. So I would say most of my understanding maturing of life happened living in Marlboro. So it re- gave me a good balance of being able to deal with uh, white people, deal with black folks. Okay. But how did how did living in Marlboro turn you into the brother you is today? Because like you was you assume, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying, bro? You know a, a, a dude who lives in Marlboro will like fall into the token category. You know what it, you oh know yeah, what I, mean? I mean I got best dancer in high school. You know, <laughs> of course you did, yo. <laughs> best <laughs> best athlete. But it's just like kind of like I was a kid that was from this every nigga. single group, from the jocks to the golf kids to the Word. cool kids to the little prep suburban kids. I just had I was just cool with everyone. I didn't have like a, I had like my core best friends, but we all just connected with everybody. And I was like of the probably the fifteen black kids in my school. I was my friends were probably a group of five to set, like ten of them. That yeah. was me, except I was short, fat, and white. Yeah. So oh yeah, but that's guess, how we became friends. But that's in your soul, though. You know what I'm saying? But like it, honestly, I wasn't like this. Terms, I was always against the system. Like I always go to school to church, CCD. I'm just like, yo, man, what is this nonsense? That like it just never resonated with my soul. But I had a good. My mother's a very devout Christian, and I, I respected that. But realizing as I became more aware that there was a reason my soul was rejecting this information because part of things are innate within our own being, which is something that I guess is whoever's listening, maybe something very out there that you're hearing. But no, shit. listen. They're nerds. It's fine. Oh, we yeah. We get out there. We get out there. So to understand, like, I, I believe truly for me to become like this is this was already a seed planted within my soul. And right. that's what really helped me just continue to relive who I truly am from previous lifetimes, from what I believe and, and go by from what I know right now. It's, uh, it's pretty fantastic that you say that um, because I felt the exact same way when I was going to church. I was going to CCD, going to hmm. Sunday school, going to the summer camp and stuff like that. I was never – it just never stuck with me. You know what yeah. I mean? It was it was 
I felt almost like I was like almost Teflon. It was like I was getting it. I was understanding it. It was cooking. Yeah. But nothing was sticking. And then uh, through running into guys like you, like being into like, getting into like alternative lifestyles as far as like focusing more on like organic eating and like mental health and uh, more like soul searching type <laughs> of uh, ways of life, if you will. I kind of resonate with that a little more yeah. than the whole church with the cross, all white dude. You oh, that, I mean? it's deep. Yeah, <clears throat> it's deep, and it's like not even trying to sidetrack, but like when you truly understand the concept of religion, and the more you begin to look into the history of religion and seeing what what was my natural state of practices on my birth, because. I always, I always used to ask, okay, we were slaves. That's that's cool. You know, that's what happened in part Not of history. Not really. But. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm saying in this country we were slaves, but I always wonder, like, who were we before that? And, like, in the school, they don't tell you that. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, it sucks that, like, white people can go generation and know who they are. Us, we start as slavery in America. They don't even know who they are. You know why? <laughs> well, because you know they're I not mean, telling they... them the true story. Hey, not. guys, I'm right here. Oh, not... yeah, but it's not yeah, It's not, It's not. Yeah, not in a disrespectful yeah, yeah, yeah. manner no, towards, towards any, we any got, race. Bro, we got a few hours left. We're going to rock this Oh, out. yeah, but yeah. <laughs> but, but, but it's <laughs> like, true, though. You like, want these hands. It's like, nah, but it's crazy, though. my brother. Because I work in Asbury Park, and I think I'm going to go to school in Marlboro. Okay, I'm not going to get this history, but going into the high school in Asbury Park, they not getting the same story too, and it's a predominantly African American school. So you start realizing this is a systematic thing exactly. of teaching certain history, and like just seeing how I was. And this is no offense to any Catholic or Christian out there. I wasn't no, offend a, them. It's I, cool. I wasn't a Christian before our ancestors were moved. I'm Haitian. Oh, we're so okay. like my mother. I'm, I'm first born generation American. So my mother, she's in Haiti. The missionaries came into Haiti early. Stop you know, hell yeah, and uh, they they dismantled. The practice of Vodan. Of course it is. Of did. voodoo, you know, and voodoo like is has a connotation of being negative. But when you understand the history, it was from West Africa, East Africa, South Africa, all came together from different slave ships and they just blended their religion together. And seeing how that was our natural spiritual practice. Hades Haiti is the only uh country in this globe to beat the Western power in war. And that's why you start to see why they effing with them so bad right now. You know Have you have you ever been down to uh New Orleans? <clears throat> New Orleans? I've been to New Orleans before. Yes. Okay. So first of all, today's Fat Tuesday. Oh. Okay. But you mentioned voodoo. What's that? It's the first day of Mardi Gras. Oh, or yeah, yes, yeah, intense day out there. It's it's intense. Yeah. Well, it's it's. Listen, I heard no you're not Mardi Gras to go past certain blocks. If you go too far down, then it you is go, no, no, no. When I went down there, it was going, it was you it want was to turn tough. back around. Yeah, it was tough. That's I walked I, I walked right through it because that's where all the good jazz bars are. Yeah. yeah. But. You know, you, you just you carry yourself with respect. Orleans, it, is, it is what it is. Yeah. But not to sidetrack you, but the presence of voodoo is so deep in New Orleans. Yeah, and in New Orleans, black magic, and then that's, white magic. That's my only um, uh, experience with voodoo. But you okay. feel it. You like you feel. And I was I was there. Um, we went down for seven days. I ended up staying for like fourteen or fifteen days because I fell in love with it, mm. and I started to dig deeper into like the spirituality and yeah. the history of voodoo and all of the great Haitian foods that have now been, you know, you throw a little more hot pepper on it, you call it Creole or you, mm-hmm. you, you do things like that. But Haitian food and Creole food are very, very similar. And I don't think a lot of people understand that. And a lot of the, um, the, the French same, Creole, 
the, like the right, the right. Haitians. It's like it's the French with the Haitian mixed together, and like oh yeah, that's... it's the African and the French right who colonize them, which creates the the French Creole, and like the ones who would get more of the like say the ones who go to the private schools who like the master had a child with would be the ones who were sent off to like Louisiana and who lived those life where they would be in the the mainstream, and they have the of the other types too, and like it's very similar between Haiti because a lot of Haitians migrated to. Uh, Louisiana, and I feel like I'm not, and not in a disrespectful way, but like people would say Haitians are like cockroaches because you go into any city and you go find a Haitian, <laughs> and you see how small the island is. It's like we're they're everywhere. This is across the globe, though. Haiti deep in Miami too. Oh yeah, Haitians is deep in Miami, and they some strong people. Like they say, like I don't know the exact stories off the top of my head, but like how voodoo played an intricate role in them winning the, the Revolutionary War against the French. Of course, French, it did. You know, absolutely, and it, and it just shows you what, a deeper what? power. Voodoo? But that, but that, that comes down to that's just their spirituality. Oh yeah, that's you the can energy. call it. You can call it Fred. You can call it whatever you want, but their spirituality and their history helped them push through. Oh yeah. So is voodoo just like an energy? It is utilizing energy to help guide. You can use anything for good or bad. Like your laptop could be used to make a beautiful podcast at the same or time. Or you can blow the motherboard by looking yeah. at porn. Oh, and that's that could be one way or to damage other aspects of like hacking. That's the it's one tool used for two different ways. Knows. I don't know right. what you're talking about. Right. A hammer a hammer could be used to hit someone or hit a nail and build a home. And that's the same you know thing I mean? with these spiritual tools too. Exactly. You can utilize them for what we deem or label good or what we label as bad. So being that's in my blood, I think going back to your original question, yes, has, go back to that has carried me to always maintain this level of like, because even through college, like I would say I was the most conscious and aware. Like I got caught up by the Matrix, being told to chase females. You know what I'm saying? To or, try to catch as much tails you want, getting caught up into that lust, going out partying, have a good time. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy those moments in my life, but I started asking myself. I was like, my mother didn't raise me this way to want to get with so many different women like that. You know what I'm saying? Like. What is this really doing for me? I'm in college and I'm taking more time trying to party than I am trying to get education. And it's just like okay. realizing how these things are affecting me. So like my senior year, I used to live right there on 27th Stuyvesant. And like we used to throw on the party because we had the most secluded block. Right. Cops wouldn't come through. And I'm sitting in the back room like just like even with this beer in my hand, I'm just like, yo, what am I even doing? You know, I'm like, this was life comes too because this is senior year going over repeatedly doing the yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, You done did and, it for almost four uh, years yeah, now. Yeah, like, and I was like, so I'm about to graduate in a couple of months. And it's just like, yo, what is life going to do? So I was always into conspiracy theories. Like, I remember, like, my senior year, I was, like, watching, like, the the 9-11, Truth 9-11 videos. Like, oh, we can and, go so deep. And, like, and I, I saw that. And I always, like, okay. Then I started watching more. I remember, like, a movie called Esoteric Agenda documentary you could find online. And, and in different documentaries that started, I'm not saying I believe what I was seeing, but I was like, clearly something's not being told to me. You know, right. and that was part of like the initial deprogramming of myself that began to make me just question things on in the physical world of reality. Like, okay, things are not adding up. They tell me that this man Henry Ford was financing the Nazis' trucks while he's an American company, getting permission from the American government at the same time fu funding and supporting the the United States military. I'm just like, okay. Then you see George Bush Sr. has is like the banker for the Nazis, and it's just like, how is this all this even possible? Mm -hmm. And then, like, you start going down the rabbit hole. I'm not saying my answer is 100% fact, but I just knew clearly I was seeing the true nature of these people, like the Wizard of Oz, when the curtain opens up and you realize, right, right, right. okay, you realize so this is, yeah, this is, this is who it is. And you start seeing, looking past the, and, you, and I started asking more and more, like, why are they doing all this? Okay, now they're poisoning the food. You know what I'm saying? They got all this in the meat. They got all these chemicals, GMOs, pesticides. Then you're looking at, man, you're going into the water. You start seeing, like, New York City, they, they tested water. They found all these prescription medications inside, plus they all these toxic chemicals. It. Yeah, it's right. dumping it. I seen that in Law and Order. 
and this is TV, and that's one of the best tools to realize and see what's going on in the matrix. Yeah, because Law and Order take um, stories off, like from newspapers and shit like that that happened in the city, and then they just yep. reenact them, push it forward, so. It up. But then there's a plausible deniability uh, on account of the government or the governing bodies that were like, oh, oh that's true. just fiction. Like, we mm. would never do, we would never go into the Middle East to go defend opium fields. Why would we do that? <laughs> Yet you see pictures of opium fields being protected by teams of 15 snipers with oh, yeah. crazy guns and this and that. And like, well, what does opium do? Well, opium is made for Oxycontin. Mm -hmm. There's a pandemic of Oxycontin going on through this country and Big Pharma is making all the money (laughs) to do Uh that. Like, well, who made them do that? Well, um, the government, what is going on here? She's a, she's a government denier. It's fine. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just gotta, I gotta spit truth. Um, so, so let me, (laughs) that's crazy. But no, it's true. That's cool. Um, let me ask you. When you say you don't believe in certain things because of what you read and shit like that, does that make you not believe in God? Is that why you had like a little bit of issue with not feeling church the way you said you didn't feel? It's not It's not that I don't believe in God. So it's, like you read the Bible, do you believe what you read? Like, do you believe I, I know the Bible, that that shit is real? if read correctly, could utilize a tool to expand your consciousness. But when you even understand the Bible, that is just a plagiarism of more ancient texts <clears throat> and books that they place together to, to make a copy of these religions, but to direct you to serve a God that is not your true God. Because you so should never like serve... Fairy tale. Nah, yeah, to an extent, fairy tale is, is truly... Understanding, understanding what God is, and yeah. it's a, if an answer that you have to really seek and find on your own, uh-huh. and it's just realizing how what they feed you to believe. First of all, Christianity is a very male-dominated energy religion. Okay. Everything is father, son. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. It's, it really negates the feminine principle, and yeah. that is something that's going to keep you at an imbalance too. And look at religion today, how we are controlling. And it's just men. And when you understand more uh, deeper spiritual systems, like what I'm wearing right now, is an unk. Explain what you're wearing right now for the people. Who don't and an unk is a, it's, it's a symbol similar to what people call the cross in Christianity. Okay. And like seeing how symbol everything creates a energy imprint. And even looking at a cross subconsciously, the shapes of the actual cross affects your subconscious mind too, to an extent. And it only has four straight lines. And that is a male energy. That's the phallus. But when you look at the actual unk, it's more of an ancient African or comedic spiritual symbol. It symbolizes life. But how it does that is you have at the lower nature, which is man. Man is below the female. He is the more the physical principle, the fire energy. And as you rise up into the circle, this is the female. This is the womb. And when they come joined together, as in the, the masculine and feminine combined, it brings forth life. And that is the child. And when you start to see that aspect of how this affects your consciousness of bringing forth life, or when you're male-dominated, that's more of the control, that's more of the fire, that's more of the, the logic and reasoning, and you see how that's how the religion is structured off of. And it's just seeing how when you have this kind of system, the feminine energy is the higher consciousness principles that deal more with the spiritual realm. It brings forth life. How does a child come from nothing into the existence of a womb, and it comes through that channel? the same reflection of how your soul gets birthed into this reality and that's why when you look at a lot of ancient systems they look as the female as the true god on earth because without her as males we wouldn't even exist 
and it mm -hmm. just starts to show you how when you study these study principles, it helps expand your consciousness. And when you realize when you study religion, no offense to anybody, it keeps you in a box of only expanding your mind so high. And that's the one thing that I have against religion that you realize that it has parameters of how far you could actually expand your consciousness and experience higher things that happen when you become more spiritual. See, I always said I was more of a spiritual person, not like a religious person. Like I don't, I don't really believe in God and things like that. But I just believe in like uh, positive vibes. And, oh yeah, and things like that. I'm not really like a whole. I need to go to church to talk to somebody. You know what I mean? Like I don't feel like I need to go to church to talk to a higher power. And I can just be that. I can be. I can do that at home right before the game starts. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because plus it's Sunday, so you know I gotta watch football. <laughs> so I could do that as I'm doing my fantasy football and talking to whatever higher power that I want to. You know what I mean? And and that's the key. And as the more you dig deeper down this rabbit hole, you start recognize that higher power is you. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And that higher power is nothing <clears throat> outside of yourself that exactly. really helps you try to connect to not to. Give off your energy to things outside of you. And like how you pray to this God that's in the sky. Mm -hmm. And it's realizing that when you see God as an external figure or an external being, it begins to shift how you even evolve as an individual. But if I take that same concept, imply that the God is me, but not in an egotistical way, meaning that everything that brings forth life in this world is a part yeah. of the essence of creation. So the same thing you see that's operating and moving the water, the same thing you see that's animating that, that bird or that, that dog in the room or each one in this room is the essence of what we call the spirit of all life. And from the spirit, it's like we got like one big cloud in the sky. And when the snowflake come out, that's all from the cloud. But each snowflake is a unique to itself. And that is the mm -hmm. souls that manifest onto this earth. And from the, from the many come the one. And when you start to recognize and see that all is self, these are some of the higher spiritual teachings, you start to see that there's nothing separate from you. So when I say God is me, it's not saying like I am greater than you. It's saying that it's the God inside of me that operates inside of you. And like in yoga, they say namaste is the divinity in me, greets the divinity inside you because these higher spiritual religions or systems, they don't look at God as something external. They, and like especially the Egyptians, the Kemetans, they did it best. They knew that every animal, like you know, like see like the deities with like the animal heads, like the hawk mm -hmm. head and like yeah, the, the ibis head. It wasn't saying that these were animals' heads. With people, they were taking that characteristic of God and representing it to a certain aspect in deity. And learning these systems and showing how every God that they talk about that's external in these Bibles or good books is really reflecting about the different characters inside of you. But if they don't ever tell you that, you're going to interpret the information incorrectly and in turn it's going to regress your spiritual growth. And that's what they want you to have, you know. And that's like when I realized through all the food and all the stuff and the water, like going back to your original question, that I was like, it's not about putting you in debt. It's not about having you get cancer and just die because the, the spirit never dies you mm -hmm. know something I learned everything is eternal they're not trying to get your physical body they're trying to trap your soul because the biggest game being played is not knowing who you truly are and mm -hmm. that's the key that makes us suffer because if I know who I am I am everything I am all life and it's just like the idea of poverty, the idea of depression, of anxiety are all patterns of thought that somehow got downloaded into my consciousness by the media, the TV, the experience of life, the education system. And that has me living in an <clears throat> illusion. And when you watch the movie The Matrix, it does a very excellent job of showing you in a very animated way what is really happening in our system. If you could read things correctly. See, but I feel like you can't <clears throat> you can't blame someone for being depressed when 
Cause you said it can be experiences through life. Oh yeah. Some people just life just didn't cut it for when they just a little kid growing mm-hmm. up till they just had it fucked up. So like, hundred percent. It's, it's hard for some people to like understand what you're trying to say. You know what I mean? Like some people won't won't get what you're saying. And it t- it takes time. A fucked up situation. You oh know yeah, I mean? it does. It does. I, I work in I work in a group home and people who've been through a lot of trauma. But it's just realizing, it's. This is a lifetime's journey. Yeah. And when you are truly become aware, you realize I have to tell you what's pertinent for the next step on your journey. You know, if yeah. I'm talking to a, a kid going to yoga classes, I have to give him a little bit deeper, higher metaphysical practice and some this, uh these lessons that are going to help them understand more. If I'm talking to a kid that's in high school that just got out of juvenile detention, just got locked up, I got to tell him to just work on his character and his skills. I can't be giving him the, the higher practice because then you're going to get a fifth lord who's going to be out here using this power for negativity. Mm-hmm. But as I see where you're at, you got to give him that proper nurturing. The same way you take care of a, a mango tree and an avocado tree, going with two different ways of taking care of the nurturing because they each are different kinds of plants. So I do agree with you. So sometimes my people I talk with, I don't even, even speak about this. But I know consciously I'm planting a seed that's going to help you survive in this lifetime. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then whatever I could do, hopefully, if I'm aware enough to provide you with the fruit that's going to provide you and support you on the many lives to come. Whether you believe it or not, I could care less. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And people, I, like, I say, I, you can call me crazy because the more that you do know, the more crazy you look to the people around you. So it's just kind of figuring out the best way to communicate at a level that all people will understand. Remember when I told you you should have had a podcast? <laughs> yeah, you said it a little earlier. I'm I'm learning. I'm learning. You you will be all right. It wouldn't be bad. It wouldn't be bad. We could we could chop it up, man. It's just like kind of. All right, let's let's switch it. Um, yoga. You a yoga dude? You a yoga? Yeah, man? I'm actually a yoga teacher. Oh shit. Okay, you are into yoga. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay. What is yoga? What is your 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 definition of yoga? I um exercise. Exercise, okay. Because I never, I never did yoga before. I don't understand yoga. I just know y'all use words for like weird, like Possibly stretches and stuff like that. And stuff like that. So, what you know about yoga? Adam? I don't know anything. Uh, I don't. I'm not into yoga as much as oh, I leggings. Would like shout to out be. to leggings and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. Um, That's a shout fact. out to Lululemon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's more of a a meditative practice. For me, it's okay. more of like the the structured breathing and yes. the the stretching and the the moving of energy and and shit like that. Um, I I try not to be like a hokey pokey white dude, but I get super hokey pokey about stuff like that. Like when I do yoga, I do like straight hot yoga, ninety minutes. Okay, like I, get try, that, I try and deep go burn. Like as deep and like ridiculous as I can. Um, I'm not like a master. Like I can't. Oh, like, yeah, what, yeah, what's yeah. uh what that crow? Is on your hands yeah, like this. On the I, elbows. I can't do that, but I can do a headstand and a handstand, and I can do stuff like that without the wall. It's just that crow, like it's it's tough. Certain body parts though get more balanced than other places. But um, I'm extremely interested. Like I, you know, I would love to have. And then this is like such a cop out, like to say that I don't have time for what could be a 20 minute practice every day. Yeah, but um, it it's gonna be reworked back into my my daily routine because mm-hmm. when i was really into it and um you and i would talk about it when i was really into it i, was like, I loved it man it's the best uh, yeah. i just don't do it as often as i should uh because i used to do it about three or four days a week for 90 minutes a session 
You know what I mean? The hot yoga? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I would do I would do hot yoga Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, and then regular yoga like either on a Friday or a Wednesday. Get a little balance. Yeah. What is the point of even doing yoga anyway? Can't you just stretch out? Oh, my, you my brother, <laughs> your mind is about to be so blown right now. And, and it's true. It's really understanding the whole purpose of yoga, you know, and. The stretching is only one limb of the eight limbs of yoga. And you start to realize the word yoga means to yoke, which means to connect and make a union between your lower self, which is this physical nature, to your higher self, which is your spiritual nature. And it's just a tool to guide you to your highest state of consciousness mm-hmm. by bringing you to a place of balance, peace, and awareness. And the very first aspect of yoga is uh, it's called like the yamas and the nayamas. That's the uh, uh, the Indian name, but actually, when you know your true knowledge, yoga actually comes from Africa mm. and Kemet, and is the first artist developing and purifying your character. So before you even going to the physical practice, it's like reading like higher conscious book, reading these self help books that show on improving the nature as you are as a man. Like how do I treat people? You know what I'm saying? How am I treating the world around me? You know what am I doing for myself? What kind of thoughts am I creating? And just different things that's going to allow you to bring yourself up to greater awareness. And from there, you go into the the stretching. You know what I'm saying? You do the asanas where it's a different posture, but you're not just doing and stretching because that's just like a mindless act. As you do the stretch, like he said earlier, you're breathing into each movement. Feel the breath. You want to keep your mind aware of the body because what this is doing is training you to develop a mind-body connection. And when you mm-hmm. understand, like for instance, like you put your arm on the, floor, on the table, when you feel your form against the table, that's happening in this present moment. Yeah. So as more I do yoga, if I do the different postures, move my body around, you notice that I could keep myself present because most of the time when I get depressed or angry, my mind's stuck in the past or my mind is reaching out into the future, mm-hmm. thinking of a situation, a scenario that may be not causing harmony with myself internally. But when mm-hmm. I do yoga, I'm in this warrior one position, it's burning my thighs. My mind starts complaining, thinking about what happened last week, last month. But then I take that deep breath in and I just focus on the body. You know, I begin to accept the pain and just be there with it. It creates an internal balance. And I go into the next posture. And doing the intense yoga makes you really go into your mind because if our mind sometimes may be more intense or if it's been a long day, you have to feel the leg in that heat. You know what I'm saying? You're going to feel that switch dripping down your body. But the real advanced yoga, what I've learned, is the yoga where the less you do. You know what I'm saying? Because all it is when you go from the structure of the postures, then you go into the actual breathing, the pranayama, doing a lot of breathing exercises. This turns your internal chemistry because when the more oxygen you get into your body, it brings more life that vitalizes every aspect of your being. So when you start to see how each practice has a purpose of fine-tuning your physical body and your consciousness, it's more than just stretching. That's what the Western world presents it as. It's a workout fad. Get your leggings. Girls work on your butt. But in reality, Shout it's so... yoga butts. It's, how, is a lot of girls go to your yoga classes? It's predominantly, predominantly females, but like the studio workout, it's a, it's a balance of like older folks and younger folks. How soup do you get when it's downward dog time? Downward dog, got to have control of your lust. You know what I'm saying? Because that takes up some of your, your spiritual energy. Your, your lower self is the physical properties. The goal is to bring it back to that rule your, your higher self. That is like, I don't know if you know anything about the chakras at all, but it breaks down different characteristics of yourself. But this is the male. The male deals with your physical nature. You know what I'm saying? The aspect of yourself that deals oh, okay. with uh, uh, physicality also does. That dick. 
You have uh, the, the <laughs> yeah, but it, it's the, it's the sexual energy. But you see what society does; they keep you in your lower nature. Mm. They keep you on lust. They keep you on material gains. They keep you on pleasure. Okay. They're not bad things if in control. But if I'm out here trying to have sex all the time, what am I doing as a male? They don't teach you how important your semen is in terms of mm. your essence of obtaining higher levels of physicality and spirituality. Because if I keep busting nuts all day every day, that's your life force. You know, that's what Shout allows to you to to raise your vibration. <laughs> To higher level, but it's it's hard to do. But like that's things that you you gotta realize. You everywhere you go, sex, sex, sex. So are you saying that masturbation? You can't jerk off every day. You can't it's spill your can't spill your semen every day. You could masturbate and retain and retain your semen, but you can't masturbate and blow your load every day. And this is a doubt. I'm and saying it, I don't. All right, what do you mean retain this, the this, semen? Yeah, no. This this yeah, is this is and because I, I throw my and and all I my fellas need to listen tissues, uh, towels. I'm not a sock nigga though. Don't 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 get uncomfortable. And, I'm and, not a sock nigga. And, and first and foremost, yeah. this disclaimer: I'm not getting at anybody who does masturbate or enjoys masturbation. No, nothing. don't trust me. I endorse it because trust me, our fans know that I'm. I endorse masturbation. Oh yeah yeah I yeah. Know, I need it. I need it. It calms you down because sometimes you can be angry and shit. You go in the room, you do you you do your thing, and then you calm down. Like you ain't mad no more. I'm telling and, you. And, 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 you and it's true. On a date, but there's levels. There's I, levels. I will tell you if you have a stronger control over your mental being, that that sort of expellent of emotion is less controlling of your. Mood. I'm not saying all day, every day. I'm just saying, what if you're a hardworking man? You do, you do good, you do good by yourself every day, and you know. And but that's your mental conditioning at this point, though, because you've associated that action with the way to okay, relieve okay. stress and to get myself prepared for different moments. So that's not wrong. But when you know better, you do better. After you learn that McDonald's is serving you poison, I mean, it's on your own consciousness if you're gonna keep doing these actions. But is not doing that once a day bad? If you the Taoists believe here's is one drop of blood, one drop of semen is more potent than one hundred drops of blood, and it's just kind of recognized that from that tiny seed it brings forth life onto this earth. Your semen is all the nutrients from all aspects of your body compacted into a tiny sperm that impregnates the seed of a female. So first of all, it brings forth life from the spiritual world back into this physical reality. And when you got to see the basic foundation of what semen represents, when you retain your semen, it brings more vigor and allows you actually to, people are like, oh, let me open my third eye, open my third eye. If you're not retaining your semen, you're never going to open this up, you know? And you could, it's not about not masturbating, but it's not ejaculating so much. And the Taoists, their Eastern spiritual practice, where I study tremendously, where they actually focus on it's a nice dog though. It's all good. It's keep oh, keep your oh, keep your peace. Going fucking nuts oh, today. She can, right. feel, she can feel the vibe. I kind of feel like you're saying more like no fucking. Nah, like, I, I sh- nah. Do you mind if I be? If you I'm can go. Like you can be vulgar. I'll mean, speak the way I'm speaking. I'm saying I ain't gonna judge I nobody. I understand that you. All right. I feel like you're saying no sex more than this. No masturbation. I feel like it's the sex part. That's it's not about like, not about not having sex. You can still have sex. You no, can, I feel like all the time. I feel like you're saying it's more. It's okay. If you, I, I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth. I'm like, in my mind, is what you're saying. <laughs> but it's understanding, I'm though. Put words in your mouth. Go ahead, Danny. Say if you, you want to say something. I feel like you want to say something. I'm sorry. I really didn't know if you if that was a question you just asked. But how about if you're saying about retaining semen, like 
how about having sex with your, your woman or your wife? Oh, yeah. And, and let's say if you're having sex every day, you're saying that's Yeah, bad. is that okay? No, it's not bad. No, if it's, it's called, this is a to- technique that you do that's called ejaculation. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And this is how you, what they call sometimes the kundalini energy, that life force that rises up the spine. That word but, made it feel like you're saying it's okay. It is okay. To bust in, oh, uh, no, no, okay, no, no. Right. The ejaculation. No, 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 no. no. With, like, within yourself. If in yourself. Okay, so go it's, ahead. Keep breaking it down. And that's right, why meditation ahead, is a key point because the ejaculation doesn't start at the tip, it starts in the brain. You, it sends a signal down to the penis that makes you feel that you're going to blow. But in reality, when you begin to feel that vibration within the mind, then you know that, okay, there's certain breathing techniques that you could do or certain exercises that you could do to help lock the jade gate. And that is locking the, the semen into the body where you squeeze the, the anus, the perineum, and then the groin area, and that locks the shaft up. So once you do that repeatedly... Is that the seventh chakra? Wait, did you just teach me how to go longer? Oh, yeah. And this... <laughs> This, 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 this. But what you do is every time you urinate, and it's something I do probably about probably like half of my day. When you pee out, you have to squeeze and stop the urine. Hold that for about five seconds, and then you let the urine come back out again. And then sometimes you might be able to for two seconds, but you want to squeeze it tight because that builds the muscle around the shaft because that will create the J gate to close. Not gonna lie, I do that, but I don't do it because what you said, I just. I just thought, like, damn, I'm getting old. (laughs) (laughs) And it helps keep the... the But to uh, to your point, (laughs) sorry, I had to go go handle the the attack dog, uh, Princess Peach. We need to get the tiger back. Back to your your point, um, I I think if you do something like yoga or some sort of meditative practice, you're not going to have the same... And excuse the terrible sex pun, but release point of your stress. Yeah, but Adam, we had this conversation before. I told you, like, masturbation to me does seem like meditation. You right, said but that's meditation. because Remember you we don't. Had this. You said meditation is being one with yourself. Am I correct? That's true. Brother Ra, get my back, Brother Ra. I got Thank everybody's you. back. Okay, now. <laughs> okay, now watch me preach. So you said, you said that it was being one with yourself. Now, masturbation, isn't that the ultimate one with yourself? Mm, maybe. At least top three. I mean, I gotta be, world, it got to be top three now, now if I can, on the billboards. Now, if I can, if I can it break gotta down. It got to be Danny right? top three on the billboards. One so, with yourself. Uh-huh. Masturbation got to be. If if it was on Family Feud, that shit would definitely be on I'll the I'll tell you what. It might, be Danny, on the, it might be on the <laughs> Mount Rushmore. It might be on the Mount Rushmore. It might be I'm going to go let go some of my seats right now. Make sure you, five seconds, brother. Make sure you hold five seconds. Uh, so two I, seconds if you like. I feel as though the, light, the lights on the other side, by the way. Yes, sir. All right, go ahead. Um, so I feel as though if you were to do something like you saying yoga, no, he didn't or, figure it out. He's gonna piss in the dark. Saying, That's why there's a light in the toilet. Don't worry saying about it. You saying yoga or like um, yeah, or like a meditative practice. Um, if you f- find yourself doing that sort of thing, not that you won't appreciate masturbation or appreciate sex why are we talking we are wasting his time talking about cum no we're not it like, is 45 minutes of cum talk no well no it has not man shut up and to keep going yo like yo all i'm saying is that like all right so you're saying like exercise maybe no, more well, exercise that if, could be if like you a find meditation right it could like why does it have to be yoga is my thing like why does it have no, to it be doesn't like have to be yoga, yoga no it could be it could be no it could be jujitsu so exercise 
Right, but it's got to be. I'm not talking about more sex. than like lifting. No, it can be. I'm just saying exercise. Like it could be. It could be cardio one day. It could be biceps, triceps. One day. Right. It well, be no, like, it's got to be a, a a continued practice of repetition, so that you can meet that point in your your mental state where you can relax. So, like running, you're a runner. Yes. Okay. So that runner's yeah, yeah, yeah. high is exactly the same thing. When was the last time you went running? Man, it's been a minute. It's I'm been, telling you. I I've probably running like probably like four months, five months, five I'm, months maybe. Five it's months. It's probably a good idea. And it wasn't even I didn't even do it a lot then. I was just like once, you know. Last man. time you went running, we were late for a radio interview and we were drunk. That was the last time. Nah, that's not the last <laughs> time I went running. Last time I was running drunk, yeah. Definitely, for sure. That was. <laughs> uh, but if you were to do something like jujitsu or yoga or running, I feel as though that would not. You're not going to stop jerking off because you're a fucking animal. Um, but I feel as though that meditative practice, that being one with yourself, might be replaced by that. Oh, yeah. And that's okay. why it's important for me to start rolling jujitsu with the guys from JitsWeb. Shout out to jitsweb.com. Oh, yeah. Some Shout out to our, our number one sponsor, jitsweb.com. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Seoul University. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's, what's that? What's that? What's that? Seoul University. It's not fully uh, uh, out there yet, but it's a project I'm kind of working on in terms of uh, making this more of a life, more of a, a living of what I do. I love my job where I currently stationed at, at Asbury Park High School, but and I, I started things that I feel like. In this reality, we have the ability to create what we feel necessary connects to our soul. And so much we're stuck to believe that we have to work in the system to make a living. It's so hard to go against the grain. People are going to judge you. And it's the finance aspect and building the tools you need. But if you keep on trucking and you have that belief inside yourself, it eventually comes together with that consistency, doing what you have to do, but having that belief in the mind. That creates that energy to bring that into existence, like you're doing mm-hmm. this podcast, from where you told me from your first studio to where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. So I truly believe that I could utilize these tools of, of meditation, mindfulness, yoga, and helping bring a balanced life of living and do this for what I do for life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's connecting with souls, doing what I'm passionate about, and something that I truly believe can work and that I do, I can make a, make a living off of. So That is so unbelievably important for people to hear. I was actually yeah. uh, listening to an interview, um, and... It was, it was a guy who makes a good amount of money now doing what he loves, but yeah. he was stuck in a job <laughs> that he was told that he should do, um, and he went to school for, and he studied, and he wasted a bunch of money on college, and then went into this profession that he didn't care about, yeah. and he felt dead inside. Um, That's the millennial's mindset right yeah, now. Yeah, well, it's it was really important because... I had no idea that I was doing that right now. I took a job that allows me to do this <laughs> and to do comedy and to go out at midnight and do a set on a Wednesday yeah. and then be able to wake up around like 8 o'clock. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I could still get seven hours of sleep, but I'm going out and I'm doing passion projects like we were talking about, the, the Adam Eats the World or mm-hmm. uh, this podcast is uh, 100% a passion project. Um, and it, it goes to that that old saying is that do what you love and you'll feel like you'll never work a day in your life. Mm. Um, but you'll be successful if you l- really care about something. Do the work. You will be successful in one aspect or another. Uh, 
in that interview, they were talking about when when the guy was growing up. He is about thirty five now, but until he was about <clears throat> thirty two, he thought that success meant monetary, like having the nice car, having the nice watch, having a nice home. But he was empty inside. Like he had a Rolex, but he was dead behind the eyes. He had a, a brand new Porsche and a smoking hot dying piece of a girl, but he didn't really care about her. Is that living? It was all topical. Yeah. He got he dumped it all. He took he sold all his stuff and now he lives in the middle of the country somewhere. He's got <laughs> enough money to live. Oh yeah. Right, obviously, but um he he moved down to like just a normal house in the middle of the woods and now he does what he he does for a living because he loves it. Mm-hmm. But it took him to that point to realize that and to to piggyback on what you just said. It's so important to do things that you care about. And it like and again, people will be like, "Oh, that that's what you do for a living?" Well, no, like uh, I But that's their consciousness. Right. Well, like, "Oh, what do you do for a living?" Well, I, you know, I'm in flooded basements. You know, well, five we're... days out of the week. <laughs> but like that's not who you are. You're a stand-up comedian, you have a podcast. You're a runner. You know what I mean? Like you, you work out, you meditate, you do these things. And those are the things that define you. Yeah. When you think of your parents, like when I think of my mom, I don't think of her as someone who was a clerk for the state. I think of her as an artist because she was an artist. That's what she did. Painter, drawer. Or... She she uh, did drawing like and um, pen, and, pen and pencil in drawing. Okay. Um, and she, you know, she did clerical work for years. You know what I mean? But she was never an associate or something like that. That's not who you think of. When you think of, like when I think of my father who runs a heating and air conditioning business, I think of him as a printer or a photographer because that's what he did. He's speaking about his soul, his essence. Exactly. But, and when you see him, you're like, yeah, that's definitely a dude that installs heating and air conditioning. And then you go down in his basement and he's got classic cameras Everywhere he's got all this old film. He's got a, a giant oak chest filled with pictures of him when he was dating my mom. Hmm. You know, before we were alive. Uh, of just brother? yeah. Shout out to Bobby. Oh, that's Bob, Bobby Lights in the building. That's, that's not not the not, not the tattoo. Not, not, not the tattoo artist though. That's not oh, the tattoo oh, artist. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, that's not the tattoo uh, yeah, no, that was the reason why uh, Princess Peach went nuts. Because someone someone had to yeah, be yeah, here. No, no yeah, they, Princess they Peach hard. and Bobby Light are beefing. Yo, wait, uh, Adam. So you because he's he's Wario. She's Princess Peach. Tried to steal her. You're kind of saying that your job doesn't define the person you are. pretty much. I'm saying that the surface does not define. If that's all you see, it is right. But you gotta, you gotta ask people like I ask people like, what's in your heart? Like, what do you really want to do? And it's so he's like, we gotta like, like the movie, the Lego movie. You ever seen that movie? And you break it down, watch it with a a more conscious perspective. It it speaks about how we just stay in these modes. We follow the system. Like they have a song like everything is awesome. I don't know if you ever heard the movie before. Yo, I love that song. And it just shows you how like that's that's society. We listen to the radio, play the same music, we do the same jobs, we make our money, Mm -hmm. go through emotions, we follow the instructions, and anyone that's different gets judged and it's the guy gets judged all through the movie because he doesn't follow the instructions he doesn't do what the boss says and like they look like he's some goofball but in reality that's his nature mm. that is his spirit and our society tries to put us in a cookie cutter mold where they try to shape you into what they think you should be so he's the only one in the movie actually being himself and yes and he gets picked up by these 
a more like I guess you could call it like a, a more secret society type, not a secret society group, but like these outsiders who have a group together and they pick him out and see how he is something unique and special that yeah. could be but utilized. It, it's exactly like being in school. How many times did you see me actually in a class in school? Like Maybe. sitting at my desk when I, when I wasn't home, drawing. We had a homeroom together. You know what I mean? Like running around in the hallways. Just like it's – you can't – I saw you every it's, day in homeroom in the morning. It's a circle. It's a circle hole in a square peg. You know what and I mean? And if you don't follow it, it what they say? ADD. You right. know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they, they like to say that you have ADHD, whatever it is. But like you, you are a perfect example of this. You uh-huh. you hang out or you did okay in a primarily black group of friends okay you were into hip hop you were into all the, the the very cookie cutter type of uh, things that were going on in our high school uh, yeah not go yeah I'm listening you were you ran track yep, yep. and then you would you know run into a guy like me and then we would like BS about stuff for yeah. like a good hour just like random nothingness and like one of your friends would walk by or someone that kind of knew me and they would be like you what the I fuck just want to say I just want to say shout out to St. Patty's Day that time of year because that's literally the time I've always seen Adam like besides once we graduate high school I will literally only see Adam St. Patty's Day somewhere in Monmouth County somewhere at a different bar and I just run into Adam all the fucking time <laughs> and I and I would like, be it was always like yo yo and we just yell drink and we keep I, I would be drinking and I, and I would be like an amoeba around people and I would hear Adam fucking Simmons yep. and I would turn around and I'm like <laughs> oh shit it's my man Bobby uh, I just pulled up one of my favorite uh, political cartoons about the school system oh yeah well, selection, everybody has to take the same exam but and, I, and it says uh, for fair selection everyone has to take the same exam please climb this tree and it's a picture of a bird and a monkey and a penguin and a fish and an elephant and a dog and a seal but is that not exactly what you're talking about there's no there's no right way to go about life yeah correct see but I feel like he was just saying like before about um what you said brother Ra you said society plays the same music does this and that like Certain dances, it's always a different dance every like six months. This, you know what I mean? And, and you said majority of society follows this routine. <laughs> so you're saying Ice the man who doesn't follow that routine, you said he's the one who's actually being himself. So does that mean the minority, the masses, don't even know who they really are deep down inside? I mean, I think a lot of us, because when you talk to people, from- it's like they suppress their soul, they suppress their life. They want to have the nice car. They want to have the nice house. But if you want to really make money in this world, I'm going to say about 80, 90% of the time, you have to be working for a corporation that's doing some kind of corruption or some, some kind of damage to the overall wholeness of society. Mm-hmm. Whether working for some big bank, whether working for some pharmaceutical company, or you're the doctor. And you're not saying you want to the intention of doing wrong. I'm trying to be a doctor. I'm thinking I'm going to be educated properly to serve my people. But yeah, I'm giving, and no disrespect, for anyone who takes medication but when you see the long term effects of how he takes the medications it's yeah. not really healing please, you completely don't, please don't even get me you started know what I'm saying? how terrible it is I'm, I'm a politician I'm not even serving the people anymore I'm serving the lobbyists and there's some good people in politics but it's just like the game is so corrupt it's very difficult to be truly righteous and make it up places like you gotta shake someone's hand you yeah. know what I'm saying and like 
the music industry too. You can people are becoming more conscious now. They're going more independent route and not tainted. <clears throat> but it's just seeing how like if you see any artist that's the top five in the in the game, you best believe that they have some kind of deal signed. There's no way you are making it to that point in certain realms of society without having to get yourself tainted and not being told what to do. What about Chance? And I I'm was not just going to bring up Chance. He is not signed, but. Still look at the circles he surrounds himself on. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. And I don't really follow his music. I know he speaks some popular. I, I don't, I'm not as in the hip hop game as I once was. Okay. I listen to more conscious rappers, but music that I play is mostly jazz, mostly classical, mostly uh, like some kind of violin and piano because I realize that these tones and vibrations elevate the mind to a higher frequency. I hear that helps. I hear like classical music, like even uh, Beethoven, to say uh, that helps you study. Oh yeah, apparently is that true? It, it, well, for you, it raises the true? mind to a higher vibration. If you understand like the musical scales, colors, chakras, everything as it rises up in the scale is a higher vibration, a higher frequency. Yeah. And like even with the unk, it's the seven chakras going from the root, which is a lower vibration. Like red is the lowest color on the on the. It's the lowest vibration of frequency, meaning it's close to solidity. That's what it represents in the chakra, you know. And as it rises up to the top, which is purple or violet, and that's one of the fastest frequencies on the color spectrum. And higher tones of music, the scale of seven notes, the higher tones elevate to the higher part of your body. So when you understand that, even how it affects the brain, it opens up the alpha state of mind, takes you out of the beta state where that's more about you not being as conscious. It helps you become more aware. So when you think about that, when you play that kind of music, what do you think is happening to your consciousness when you're playing music like hip-hop? Something that's degrading, you know what I'm saying? Playing some of this pop music like Rihanna or even Beyonce when they, they put in these messages behind these beats, you know, when they have a lot of bass in it, that's activating your lower centers of your physical body, which even mm -hmm. connects to your sex glands. So if you're hearing that beat where my physical sex glands are being stimulated, then you on top put some, oh, I want to sex you up and this, that, and the third. I got yeah. naked in my eyes, tweaking in the background, butt naked. It's just like... But doesn't that start from the mind, though? Doesn't that start from the brain? Because those... Those feelings and vibrations aren't going to come until it starts from the brain, right? Like it comes. Oh from yeah, the brain, the brain is, a, is the only sense so we have. You, so what do you do to block that? Is is be being aware of how everything you internalize is feeding you. Starting with what Adam told earlier, what the food you're consuming. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? What are you eating? Because these are how these are how they keep the masses conditioned. Is like we said about being different. It's hard to be different if I'm eating eating the toxic food. You know what I'm saying? I'm drinking the toxic water. I'm putting in the toxic chemicals into my body because that's going to damage my ability to utilize all of my consciousness because it, it actually literally depilitates me. It makes the mind more agitated when I have all these sugars and these sweets. You know, it makes the body difficult for me to actually digest and break down food. <clears throat> and when these things are disrupting the body, it affects different levels. So what was your question again real quick? What it's it's easier to to control um, someone if they're distracted by sex. So you're oh no my oh my bad I I smoke bro my bad you gotta give me a second yeah, yeah I'll yeah. sit here like well, what yeah, it does well what it does I, my question was um fuck how do you stop yourself yeah, from being you stop distracted from getting, being distracted because like you said the vibrations and those feelings. In the hips and the oh, lower yeah, area, yeah. it starts from the brain. So how Nether do you, regions. as a conscious brother, it's rolling, and like you, and you'll start to see. I, I notice how conditioned my mind has become from my childhood. Because sometimes I walk to a store, and the mind, and when you meditate more, you realize that I'm not just my thoughts. Because you could take a step back and you could watch the thoughts. And there was a point where I was like, if I could watch these thoughts, what part of me is watching my thoughts? Yeah. But that's my conditioned mind, my subconscious mind. But 
when you develop that capa- that that faculty by meditating, by being still doing yoga, mm-hmm. you can see how I'll be walking into the to the store. And I'm like, oh wow, man, this girl got a huge behind. But you start seeing like, whoa, I just take a step back and I just watch the thought. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, but I'm like, but is that all she is, Rodney? Like I talk in my mind, what kind of person is she? What's in her heart? You know, and those things rise me up into my heart center. So instead of being in your sacral chakra, which is like the the sexual desire, the lust, I rise up from there and bring my consciousness to my heart center. Instead of asking questions like, man, like when I was younger, I'm like, oh, wow, what I could do to her or what I wish I could do, so-and-so. And that's the, the lust in me speaking. But I have to be conscious of that, be aware, and have the power and strength to rise up and be like, you know what? I wonder what kind of goal she has. That's me thinking from my, my higher faculty. You know what I'm saying? I wonder what kind of spirituality she is. And like when you start, it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. That's why like you have to change what you're watching on TV. You have to change what kind of books that you're reading. You got to be aware of what kind of TV you're consuming. Not saying you can't watch anything, but you have to realize how is this feeding my mind? And I had to realize what experience I've had in my past. Like, if I watch porn a lot, if I watch a lot of these Instagram girls who are half naked all the time, that is constantly filling my mind in terms of. And it's not saying it's good or bad, but you I have to realize. I don't watch Instagram girls porn, yes, but Instagram girls, I don't watch. Okay, yeah, and, like and, it's, and it's a balance. But the more you just begin you to watch give Instagram dudes too to get that balance. Nah, I do. <laughs> I do follow Coco Brown girls. So. Oh yeah, and dark, and, and dark skin girls and shit like and that, and the suicide girls. <laughs> I don't follow them no more. I stopped doing that like a long time ago, probably around like before Halloween. But um, <laughs> there's a deeper meaning to that. Yeah, but it's, we'll some, yeah, it's that. some it's some shit. Whatever, yo. Uh, but all right, so let's say. Oh wait, do you have any kids? Uh, I always say I have hundreds of kids because I, I work with youth all the time. I mean, so. do you have any? Not any offspring. Not yet, not yet. Soon to come, though. Okay, so let's say you have a son, and he becomes a rapper, and he raps. All his shit is straight ratchet. Like, his shit is ratchet. The it, likelihood of that happening is so... Humble. You just never know what life throws at you. Like, that doesn't make him a bad person, clearly. So, so you never know. Um, would you, Would you accept your son still? Like, would you just be like, it is what it is, and you're okay with that? I mean, essentially, I, I'm going to accept my child because I realize this is his journey or her journey, my yeah. his journey, and I'm here to nurture and guide him on this path. And mm-hmm. until he reaches a certain age and extent is what he has to go off on his own. But God willing, I can nurture a child that will have a higher consciousness than that, you know, that I won't allow it to eat. If that's really on his soul, that's what he gravitates to after I, I provide him with what's inside of me, then I'd have to accept that. You know what I'm saying? Cause Cause, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh yeah, yeah. But like he could be, he could still be a good man. Like he could still uh, do a lot for community. He could do a lot. It's just in his music, he talk a certain way. It's like the preacher who spits on the pulpit. Then you see him at Seven Eleven buying a scratch off, walking with a prostitute. You know what I'm saying? And he got a forty on the counter. It's like, what is that message? That is he really? He's trying to tell you to be righteous and real. But next thing you know, he's he's living a different example. See, yes, that's that's true. But as so, my example is reversed. It's reversed. So what, what about a guy like someone who does seem like he's kind of like an actor? Someone who does seem a certain way on yeah. camera. But when you meet him, he's talking positive to you. He's trying to tell you to do this, this, and that. Like he and he's so. What in, about a guy like Ludacris who does stuff like that? What about him? Because Ludacris, I mean. Chicken and beer is about you know, yeah 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 no, I get it tits ass and fried food but or, he he donates a lot of his money back to the community and things like what about like Akon exactly they don't discuss Akon enough I, and I told I and I understand that's why I'm asking him but what, you, when he, he makes had, his record you see what he has to rap about though because that's that deal mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying I understand until he's completely independent 
has his completely own studio. But I think you sign deals with your contract. They have you in 360 deals where you don't yeah. even realize what you're getting yourself involved into after time. So if that were the case, I'd just be like, son, you're not being authentic with yourself. You know, mm. like what mask are you? You can't walk with these two masks on. Mm. That's what they call multiple personalities and stuff like that at mm -hmm. all. Bipolar. So that's his own spiritual journey. Because if you really want to evolve, you eventually have to unite and be one. You know, when you're separated, when you're living in duality, that's what leaves you in a place where you're going to experience suffering. Because when you go to bed at night, what kind of thoughts are you going to be thinking? How can I rap these songs and want to be this person? It's going to mm. eat you up on the inside. And the goal is to transcend. You have to end your suffering. So hopefully... That wouldn't really happen to my child, but at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I can to fill his mind your, with what he your needs. Your child is going to be way too I, woke I got another question. Um, yes, sir. Go back to that lust thing you were talking about. Don't you, because you were talking about like, oh, she has fat ass, but uh, brother Rob, what more can she be? You know what I mean? Oh, What's yeah. Mind about? Now, don't you feel like it's okay to have a little lust in you because it helps with your preference? Can, can I woman? can I answer that question? Like when it comes to the physical, like all right, you need to know the mental, but don't you want that? Like, don't you want nice physical? Like, but don't you want something good? So it's okay to have a little lust in you to help you out with your mental to pick out that physical. That's why there's seven chakras. <laughs> yeah, God, <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, good question. That's why there's seven chakras. Okay, no, you get that that balance. You got to find the mind, the third eye, the heart, the stomach. You know what I mean? Your 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 groin groinal area. But I feel like the lower you get, the more lust kicks in to help you out. That's why the top has to be. Not be good Do we have to go back? Does he have to bust out the necklace again? No, you have to show I, you that on. I get it. That's where I'm, power is. Right. It controls. And you the, the the higher self must rule the lower nature. When the lower nature meaning your lust, meaning the addiction to substances, when that rules, that means. Is ruling the higher nature. That means you're not really going to be tapping in to this region of your consciousness. And there's a lot of things you got to sacrifice. You know what I'm saying to really experience this way of living. All right. I see. You. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I'm not. I'm not saying like because the uh, the lower region controls everything. I'm just saying when it's time to pick, when it's time to pick out the woman that you're interested in, straight off mental. Let's say the mental's already controlled. You understand what's up here between you both and you get it and you're interested now when it's time for you to be like all right what about the physical because that's okay right like so you rather have a girl with a, with, a, with a big booty some nice nice chest no area. that's what i'm saying the mental comes first it's all good up there it's all good up here okay now now you're now let's can you start up top you're thinking about the mental she's a smart woman she's educated like she can hold the conversation yeah. financially well like yep, yep. all those situations is Go good hard. Now, exactly, the heart's good, everything is well. Now, when it's time to get physical, when it's time to look at the physical, don't you, don't you feel like it's okay to have a little, have a little lust, a little, a little, little badass mentality to be like, you and know? I don't, I don't think it would necessarily be. It, I guess to an extent, it's lust if you're constantly craving it. If you're sitting there trying to break down a book you just read together, and you think about this grabbing up on her booty, that's lust. But if you sit down. And like that's what you want in a girl when you do go into that act. But don't look at it as me only wanting to do that act because sex is only such a small part of a relationship. It's a powerful part of a relationship. Yeah. But it's so much more than just that aspect to really harmonize because you have to you have to align all seven centers. Your roots have to be intertwined. They have to be grounded because if she's unstable, <coughs> that's going to affect the energy of how. Your response means she's always angry, she's always getting upset, she has a low self-esteem, or vice versa. That's going to affect the foundation of the relationship, you know. And realizing sexually or substance-wise, if you have a girl or partner that's 
always coked out, and it's like, man, it's going to affect the relationship. If you're both coked out, it's going to affect your life, and you're only going to rise so high. So as you rise, sex has to be in balance, but realize the true purpose of sex. Sex increases your spiritual energy, your physical energy, and it nourishes the body if done not out of lust, but out of love. Because there's a difference between make, making love and just, like, fucking somebody. You know what I'm saying? And fucking is just a physical act. I'm just pounding away, trying to bust that nut. But when you're making love, you're activating all of your spiritual centers you know there's a different energy and you're like you know how the earth has an ionosphere mm. your body has an auric sphere which is the electromagnetic energy that floats around your body this thing called Carillion photography that kind of shows that energy that shows that <laughs> what, essence of yourself so wait, you can't just skip over that word that was Carillion photography okay thank and you, it's a camera brother. that they use you could google that they have different pictures of people's bodies and certain frequencies give off certain colors the higher frequencies are like the blues oh, the purples uh, my girl does that in the city. She, you get a picture, and yep. then there's like that the picture of the aura around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So when you have sex, that's why you can't just make love to anybody, because you are blending energies and becoming one. See, I feel like my question is coming off as it's all about sex. I was just trying to like get a better understanding. Yeah, like I'm, I'm just trying to say you need like, that to be attractive because obviously if you're not attracted to it, exactly like mentally you'll be gonna, there together. Be mentally, but then you're just gonna end up being friends. Yeah, like what if you do? The hell's that? That's, That's the, the frequency. The the lower chakra is red. Is the red? It's the root chakra red. Sacral chakra is orange. That's your sexual center. Solar plexus is yellow. That's your willpower. Green is your heart chakra. That's your compassion, your understanding. And you have light blue. That's your throat chakra. That's your expression of your true self. You have indigo, which is your third eye, your brow chakra, which is your intuitive capabilities, your imagination, and those faculties of focus and concentration. And then you have violet, which is your crown chakra, which is your spiritual connection. So when you see a lot of red and yellow around someone's auric field, that describes their that's the vibration or frequency that they're on. They're operating in their lower nature. You see a little more blues, more greens, more uh, purples. That means their vibration is on that level. Because every thought you think, either you can't see it, it gives off electromagnetic energy. And uh, the yogis truly believe that everything is a form of matter, just more subtle than others. So recognizing your thought, your dominant thought process, you could either feel someone's vibe, you could feel someone that's like either like that super horny or like just super lewd, like, and you may not be able to see that color, but you could feel someone that's very calm. And like in my school, like, I mean, I, sometimes I could feel when there's an energy of a fight about to happen. Like, I don't mm. know what they're thinking, but I could feel their vibration. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know what calmness feels like. You could walk into a house and you could be like, whoa, someone like get into an argument in here. And they even have stories of people who go into people who were murdered. You just feel this coldness inside the room because that's mm. the energy by the thoughts. And the mm -hmm. more conscious that you are, the more your mind is still, you begin to feel those vibrations around yourself. So the key is, when you want to access and operate in the world of spirit and in here, but when you're operating on a constant realm of lust, all that energy is going to that chakra. I'm not saying you can't be in a mode when it's time to make love to my lady, I have it there, but I'm not thinking about making love to her all day, every day. I have to create this organization. I have to get this lesson plan done. I have to do this advertising. So if I'm constantly thinking about sex, I know kids when I was in college who spent more time chasing girls than they did in, in going to class and working on playing football, you know, mm -hmm. because you see how it consumed them, but you have to have things in balance, spending time in your materials. I I have to work out. I have to eat good. I have to do creative things. You know what I'm saying? I could boost my energy by getting involved sexually if I do it consciously. You know, I have to develop my willpower, be motivated and focused. If I don't have my heart open, you can see how that affects everything I do. No one wants to work. If he was bitter all the time, would you want to do this podcast with him? 
You know no. what I'm saying? And <laughs> that energy affects it though. Like your boss, sometimes we have people who are angry who, ha- who haven't forgave There's people. Only one person bitter that can be bitter, and that's me. He <laughs> if he's bitter, not this shit won't work. That shit will not work. We both can't be like that. I'm stubborn, bougie. But it's true. But even as you evolve, you begin to see how, how are these energies affecting myself mm-hmm. and the world around me. You know, because yeah. when I said to you early, all is self, meaning that even what I see on top of Adam, that is just they call the ego the false identification of itself that is his thoughts that he's accumulated through many lifetimes but beyond that thought process deeper inside of him that is his essence that is his soul and what's inside of him what's inside of you is inside of me too and when i look past the ego self and look at the true self no matter what he does to me i'm never going to take anything personal because i know who he really is hope this is making sense to you you know and just seeing him for the personality that is the illusion because beyond that personality, we all have something within us that keeps us all connected. And that's what we have to get our minds to because this world is designed to keep you separated, you know. And they use that from tools of lust. <clears throat> Coming back to the whole circle that that keeps you just wanting females' objects, you know, sexual exploitation. And realizing how porn has created an industry where men want to dominate females and females are okay with being dominated. But that is not a, a energy that's going to create any kind of harmony, you yeah. know. I just think a little bit of lust is okay to have in a relationship to keep well that that goes with that balance and, and and yes in moderation a little bit of lust and moderation to keep to keep the relationship spicy you know what i mean you don't want it to get too dull <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah everyone has needs so you don't got you would like the you like the dallas the dallas were very big into sex but they use it as a way to heighten your your overall energetic yeah, body. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't got to you don't got to always think about fucking. You don't got to have sex with your girl even every day. But you know what I mean, you got to you got to make sure you're you got enough spice. You know what I mean? So I so always think a little bit of lust is okay to have. If you with your girl, every time you see a girl with a big butt walk by, you think about putting it inside them. That's a, that's something I say you want to work on your consciousness with. Yeah, that's the, that's a different story, my brother. You pray for me. Um, <laughs> anyway, any, anyway um, no. I was like, there's a reason he is smirking. I really, I'm not gonna be the one to say it. But no, I, I, I know I really what my brother think, goes through. I really through here. don't think that all the time. I mean, Just I'm a man. Like the rest of, of us, I don't think that exact thing. But I might think, oh, that's nice. You know what I mean? That's, that's I enjoy that's a looking nice at this thing to look at. That's cool. And you'll see you where know? the brow chakra's at. Whatever the dominant thought in your mind is, what you're going to be manifesting into this reality. So if you're trying to be a god on this earth, you got to think about things that can be on higher. If you're just trying to be stuck and be a master and enjoy this physical world, you'll be thinking about what I could buy next. Just making lots of money, banging as many girls. and Or if you're a very compassionate giving person, you'll see your mind is going to be dominated on certain chakras of the body. And that's how you utilize the power of your third eye is whatever you want to dominate your thought. Because everything... We don't know you heard a book called The Law of Attraction or The Secret, any of those kind of books before. Yep. And it's about manifesting. The way they design it is very materialistic and very disconnected from your spirit. But the principles at a foundation are very true. And when you start to see how our minds begin to shape and mold our reality, even how if I come onto this talk show, like, man, I don't want to mess up. I don't want to not be myself. I don't want to not sound cool. All that playing over and over again is probably my subconscious mind to attract that experience into my life. That's at a very basic foundational level. But when you start learning the true science of how to bring nothing into something, everything you see in this space first started within the mind. And it got manifested into this physical form, you know, even from you as being a human being to that microphone stand, to these posters, these action figures, someone conceived it within their consciousness first. And then they took the steps to bring it into reality. And that is how all things are birthed in this reality. 
and it's deeper principles that you can utilize to actually attract things the more you understand these spiritual laws. And the secret does it from a way it's like, oh, get the house you want, get the dream job you want. And it's just like it could create imbalance because I'm really trying to manifest this thing. And all of a sudden, it doesn't come into my life because I thought I was doing it properly. I get upset, you know. But the yogi's definition is it's okay to desire as long as you can remain balanced. Meaning that if I desire, I want to get a new home and a new car. And I don't get this new home and new car, I can still be accepting. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to let it teeter-tot my emotional state. I'm just going to be accepting. And that creates a neutral energy. But as you begin to keep the mind steady, you always got to keep the mind focused on a single train of thought. Like doing this podcast, you might be some days where it's like, man, this may be, is it worth it? Are we going to really make it? But those are the thoughts that are attracting the opposite energy you want. The goal is to just negate that thought. Like, okay, who said I can't make it? Okay, well, I got to put that work in. I got to do the little things to keep building and keep the mind focused on I'm going to be successful. But it's not just manifesting and thinking it, though. It's putting that great thought energy in a positive vibration where I'm only focused on that thought pattern to bring that energy in and then doing the steps, too. Because that's when luck starts to happen, where people call luck, when I have this deep, profound belief with the emotion connected with it and I'm doing the actions. Then you're going to meet somebody that's randomly that you're talking to. Then you're going to connect with somebody who has an opportunity to give you advertisement and stuff like that. And these pieces start falling together because your thoughts, your auric field is a magnetic field that is attracting what energy you have around yourself. And you start to start to see how we have more conscious control of our reality of than we when we're told. And that's why you see on TV, what's the dominant images from the news, from the media, from the music, and ask yourself what but. reality will that manifest if we keep those thoughts predominating within our consciousness. So it's a kind of it's kind of like you gotta see it to believe it. Like you gotta like have that mental Visualizing, seeing it, self-talk. Because whenever you create that, oh yeah. Well, plus confidence. You it need, it you goes back to believing you in yourself, yeah, right? That's, and that's a very simple form to that. Is you know who is going to be buried with you? Nobody. Okay. So who else do you have to control your thoughts? Exactly. Nobody. It's just you. But see, Adam, that goes back to him talking about. Um, you said, all right, I don't know how to phrase this correctly. You said something about if you want to be a god on this earth, you got to think. See yourself as a god. Resonate at a, a higher god. frequency. Yeah, and if you want to be, uh, what did you say? You wanted to be at the lower level. Oh, yeah, to get uh, the nice, a titan. Get a, just get the nice house, a nice car. A playboy. All these chicks. Playboy. Um, <clears throat> what's, what benefits you to like thinking like a god? And not thinking like just the one I got one life to live type of person where we're all just going to die at the end of the day. But that's the illusion. The soul never dies. Okay. It just goes on to another form. Look at a block of ice okay. to water, to gas, to evaporation. You start back to water, back into water, the same cycle of process. But a true a true God and the Egyptians called a true God is being in the flesh, because when you're in the flesh, you can master the spiritual realm as well as the physical realm. When you're in the spiritual realm, you're not as strong as a God on earth because if you're in the spirit realm and conscious, you can only do things in the spiritual realm, meaning that you're not in your form. Like when they heard about astral projecting or any things of lucid dreaming, you're in a different body, a lighter body, but they call it hey Ru, or they call Horus in Greek mythology or the modern term of hero. Hey Ru was God manifested in the flesh. It's the fully awakened being in the physical form, having mastery of his spiritual powers, using the mm -hmm. life force energy, like they call it. And like you see Star Wars, that stuff is just a, a, a metaphor of what is really happening. And it's really not saying we're going to have lightning powers to our body, yeah. but we have an ability of higher state of awareness that we have skill sets. So when you start to recognize how I could utilize that skill, 
I don't suffer at all anymore. You know, suffering does not exist when you know yourself in totality. And that is the biggest advantage. No matter how good or bad any situation looks outside of yourself, you know at the end of the day who you truly are. And these experiences are just to help sharpen my blade and evolve my soul. Nothing's good or bad. See? Now, <clears throat> do you get into astral projection or lucid dreaming or anything of that? And I, I it's, and those are skill sets and that I would highly put a disclaimer on that you only want to really start to go into things like, sort of like astral projection when you bring balance to your own frequency internally. You, you can get caught out there. And not saying you get caught <laughs> out there. You'll, it's like you'll experience things and to the vibrationary field of what you are internally. You're going to attract on that plane of the astral realm of what your personal vibration is. See, so uh, I'm sorry. Um, what about so you? Just said something about uh, um, no matter what's going on in your life, it could be bad, but being you inside, um, everything is okay. Something along those lines. You say way better than me, bro. You know what I mean. You say, <laughs> oh yeah, you, you say everything fucking great. That's fucking. We're all we're all great the way we are. I'm great, but you say shit better. That's just how it goes around here, apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but <laughs> Bobby's like, yeah, butts are cool, <laughs> but brains are cool too. What's up? Fucking read, man. Can I? No, 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 I did have a point. Um, <laughs> I hope so. I did. Uh, so you say that, but couldn't couldn't someone consider that as being crazy almost? Because like, you know, you're gonna, I mean? be, called, like, you're gonna be called crazy. No, but, all right, because I, I say it like this because you could be a serial killer, you could be on trial, and you facing fucking the death penalty, and you could be like. Namaste. Life is great. You know, you know what I mean. Like you could be a crazy motherfucker and just be like, everything is right in this world. But if you were, exactly if you were someone who be. was balanced, you wouldn't be put. People are dead. I'm about to <laughs> but next. you, you say that though too, and this is more of the, and not trying to. I know there's a lot of good Freemasons who aren't even aware of the deep occult side of Freemasonry. Okay. But in reality, a lot of these things that you see going on in society are done by these societies. And what they really do is they understand balance. They'll do a very heinous crime, but they'll balance it by doing something philanthropic. Uh, I don't say the word properly. Like they'll donate money I to a cause. I was going I don't know what that. Uh, what like I mean. pretty much giving back philanthropy. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And like this is how they really operate because they neutralize that energy, mm -hmm. you know. And someone like a guy like Alistair Crowley, he was a very high conscious. He understood the deep aspects of the spiritual world, but he had a very strong root chakra of this world. So at his highest chakra, it was taken from the lower self. That's why when you see like the the Baphomet, you know, or they do the little symbol because they're they're worshiping the lower nature. You know, they're worshiping just the physical self of the being, and that's why they have the energy inverted. And that's why, like, you see, like, a lot of things, like, when you handle, like, pedophilia, and, like, I tell guys, you, you don't want you don't want to have anal sex with your partner because that keeps their energy center open. You know what I'm saying? And it's, like, seeing how you are... Tell them, Brother Ra. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I'm being well, real, though. Tables have fucking turned. <laughs> I say it, I know devils, but it, it, you, you, we, you have to be aware of what this does to your spirit because one of the most important locks of like of uh, the gunas is doing the the root lock is when you squeeze your anus and that locks the energy internally and allows it to rise squeeze back up. Yeah, squeezing the butt. Oh. And it's seeing how when you go through anal, that's low vibrational sex. That's why I hear a lot of these pastors doing it because that one, it degrades <laughs> the consciousness to rise to a certain extent because that hole is always open. And you have to let the energy 
not seep out of itself. And even male, female, you're putting yourself your stuff in feces. That is where you excrete from. And it's like seeing that on the spiritual realm, when you start seeing things like people who like took shrooms and talk about their experiences, they can see the astral realm. I, I was just going to get into yourself, that. No, 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 no. We're not even talking about butt sex anymore. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was going to talk about uh, psychedelics. So back to your point about when you astral project, you are only going to vibrate at the highest frequency of which you relate. So when you're in a bad mood and you take shrooms, that's why you go on a bad trip. Even – Sorry about that. Or, or acid. Bro, uh, please, right, this is home. Your, your please, come on. Shoes, all that good stuff. You're a healthy brother. You have to understand frequency and energy. And I've learned, I study a lot of shaman's books and what they talk about. Any ethnogen that you do, which is a psychedelic, a shroom, which they label as these class two, three drugs. Because DMT. They, and when you study your ancestors, they utilize these substances not for just pleasure like you see on, uh, uh, what's that called? Ro when they go to Vegas, whatever, maybe have a, a great time. The, the the bachelor party he took shrooms and went to like a church of soleil show mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but that is not allowing you to use it for the purpose what it's meant for because when you take these substances it activates your third eye uh and allows you to see things in the astral dimension you know what i'm saying but if you're just told to just do it have fun and trip with your boys and i'm going into my room with the wi-fi on my xbox in the corner my tv those are giving off frequencies too and when you understand how they affect you, they are very toxic to your physical body. And in the spiritual realm, it has the same connection. It's not good for your consciousness. So that doesn't allow you to rise up to a higher frequency. You get trapped. That's why you should never sleep with your TV on, your radio. And even they say to you having your Wi-Fi on unless you have your house protected. So that will create that vibration. And that vibration is only so high. It, watching a TV of the sunset or going outside watching the sunset, it's a higher vibration and energy that you're going to get from you can still so, get an impression from the TV itself. So if you're going to do shrooms, you should go out and go camping. Nature. With, with the nature boys. And we have, study we, ancestors. We have, uh, we, have, we have two friends. We call them the nature boys. Yeah. Uh, and that is, that is they go on camping trips. Okay. Yeah, you know. Take shrooms. Nice. I actually went to their house the first time I ever took shrooms recently. Yeah, I have that's, the first time ever. Yeah, the first that, time that's ever the way went. to go. Um, I actually went to their house first time I ever took shrooms. It was great. Shout out to New Year's. And study yeah. the Native Americans, study the shamans, study the yogis. They they all use all from the marijuana, the ayahuasca, the shrooms, the psychosomatics. Ayahuasca is powerful. That's uh, You and I, uh, I want to say maybe not the last time we, we spoke, but one of the last times we spoke, we <clears> spoke <throat> about the importance of ayahuasca and uh, cleansing not only your physical body but your <laughs> mental body. It is like that shit is torture. But it is worth it. Depending on how much baggage you got. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so but before the podcast, you asked if we wanted to meditate for a hot second. Would you mind doing one now? Hey, man, we can make it happen. What are we talking about? <laughs> Why? What do you mean before the podcast? We no, talk, no, no, no. He I? asked. Yeah, you were here. Oh, was I, I, I asked before it got started, get ourselves nice and relaxed and I calm. I must have not been paying attention. Yeah. So wait, we about to meditate? Have you meditated before? I told you what meditation is to me, so yeah. oh, okay. keep keep your hands on the table, beloved. <laughs> Get all the lotion out the room. Try not to all right. use all, all right. that spilled beer. I'm a rookie at this, so <clears throat> so what do we got to do? We got to like hold hands. We don't have to hold hands, do we? Requisite, 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 like yeah, just... requisite of uh, Soul University right now. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> So real quick, man, just to get a little basic understanding of what meditation is at a very basic level. Uh-huh. 
Adam just dimmed the lights just like, you know. Right, so I, I, had to, I had to let my pink Himalayan move. Yeah, man. But that creates positive, negative ions, which makes them, that's I'm what saying. you get by the ocean, the beast that nature produces. I'm saying. Oh, that's now. why I move next to the ocean, oh, son. Now you saying, but when we was talking about Anna, you ain't had nothing to say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Anna is, but I have, I have a little jab to the throat. You know what I mean? A little, little Anna. Yeah, I'm talking about, about bus. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Go ahead, brother Rob. My bad. Go ahead. Go at ahead, at a very basic level, meditation is a tool that we utilize to just bring us at a very foundation level to balance, peace, and well-being. It calms the body down, it relaxes the mind, and it eases stress. At another level, it helps us become more present in this moment because the more I'm aware of my breath, the more I'm aware of my body, it allows me to release those thoughts of the past and the future because the present moment is all we ever have. But if I'm sitting here in this podcast thinking about what happened last night, what I'm going to do when I get home, it's not giving my full attention to what's taking place in this moment. And that's step two, our focus and concentration. And it makes us have a deeper relationship with ourselves. I begin to understand better why I get upset every day. You know what I'm saying? Why I'm frustrated before I go to sleep at night. And at the deepest level, it helps you connect to realize who you truly are. And just to break down a, a sutra from Patanjali's Yoga Sutra, it, it says and states that when the mind becomes empty, when the mind is calm and clear, you then see your true reflection. So when you think about a, a pond or a lake, if I keep having stones creating ripples inside that, that water and I look down, I'm going to see a distorted image of myself. Mm-hmm. But those pebbles could be looked upon as constant thoughts being thrown inside. But when I begin to step away from the thoughts and relax, the ripples become softer and softer. And then I see my real face. And that's who you truly are at your nature, at your divine self. And at a basic level, that's just peace. That is calm. That is harmony. And that is the true goal of meditation. So it's going to go through a very simple practice that's going to bring our body to a state of relaxation. That's the very first step of our journey is bringing the body to a state of calmness. Because when our mind is relaxed, the body is relaxed, it shuts down that fight or flight response and it triggers the parasympathetic nervous system, which is that rest and digest part where I'm at that state of calm. So probably when you, when you finish ejaculating, that activated your parasympathetic nervous system because it's stimulating that part of the body. And it's very similar it. to the runner's high or the, the feeling yes. you get after jiu-jitsu, something along those, something that's strenuous, some sort of practice, some sort of meditation like a yoga. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, I'm nervous right now. Nothing to be nervous about, No, though. nothing to be right, nervous about, this. brother. Danny, what we got, like, like a good No, seven? no, 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 listen. We on the internet, bro. Okay. All right, Come all right, on, all right. let's go. What is the time limit on how woke you can get? <laughs> it's a lifetime journey, man. So let's get right into it, man. Very first step is our, is our posture, okay? So make sure that feet are firmly pressed on the ground. And then you want to make sure that that spinal cord. Bobby Light, come on. That spinal cord is nice and straight, you know what I'm saying? Making sure that back is not contorted or slouched over because on that spine is where all of our energy flows from. That's where all of our nervous system is coming up into. So make sure that back is straight. And then we're going to just begin to rack different parts of the body. Bring your attention to the face, relaxing the forehead. Relaxing the cheekbones, relax the jaw, just let it hang naturally. And then bring your awareness around to your shoulders. Allow the shoulders to relax, releasing any tension. Make sure the arms are in a comfortable position. The tailbone is relaxed. The legs are soft. The feet are firmly against the ground. And before we move into the practice, we're going to do what I typically do all the time. Just do a little check-in with ourselves. And I just want you to ask yourself internally, how am I feeling right now? How did I feel when I woke up this morning? How did I feel throughout my day? What took place? What I labeled good? What I labeled bad? Accepting it for what it is? And how do I feel this very moment now that I'm sitting in this room? 
And whatever that answer was, the key is to develop a level of balance. No matter how good or bad you label the thought, just be okay with it. Accept it. And now for the second part of the meditation, we're going to work on our breath here. The goal of this practice is to develop a deeper state of relaxation. So at this moment in time, take a nice inhalation in through the nose, nice and soft. And try to bring that air into the stomach region of the body. If you want to raise your awareness, you can place the hand on the stomach and begin to inhale softly. Feel the stomach expand, pushing the air a little bit deeper. And then exhaling softly and slowly. And we're just going to develop a little connection to the breath. And again, inhaling softly, inhaling slowly. Feel the stomach expand a little bit more. And then exhaling softly. Now the key here is we're going to try to do our best to remain conscious. Continue to inhale, exhale for a few more seconds. You're going to notice as you breathe sometimes the mind is going to be moving. The mind is wandering. Different thoughts are popping inside my head. And that's perfectly cool. The second you become conscious of your mind drifting off or the mind going into a daydream, I want you just to gently move the mind right back to the breath. That means feel the stomach expand, feel the air come into the nose, and feel the air exit out the body. Continue to breathe, keeping the mind still, not worrying about nothing to distract you. We're going to create a rhythm with our breath. Now, I want you to inhale in the nose for a count of three. So as I inhale, counting in the mind's eye, one, two, three. And as I exhale, counting down from three, two, one. And as I inhale in the mind, counting up, breathing deep and slow, one, two, three. And as I exhale, counting down, three, two, one. And continue this rhythm. Continue this pattern. The focus of this practice is not to get caught up in the thought patterns. The mind may move every second. Thoughts may arise in every moment. All I'm asking you to do is to share that space with the thought. But like a lighthouse expressing its light, you direct your awareness and attention right back to the breath, right back to the count. The count is simply giving us a tool to keep our mind focused in this moment. The breath is going to help us relax a little bit more, especially if I breathe a little bit deeper, a little bit softer, a little slower. And continue this rhythm, no matter how much the mind drifts off, no matter how many thoughts appear inside, the more you move the mind back to the breath, back to the count, you begin to just separate yourself. But this is a slow process with patience, accepting all thoughts that arise, and just constantly making an effort to bring your awareness back inside. And as you breathe in for three, counting up, we're going to add one more part to it. We're going to hold our breath for three. So inhaling, counting up, one, two, three. Retaining the breath, holding it for one, two, three. And then exhaling, control the breath, three, two, one. And just feel what's happening on the inside. Keep making that effort to remain present of the practice. Inhaling for three. Holding the breath for three. And when you hold that breath, try to connect to that void, that emptiness. The stillness and then exhale really feel the breath as it leaves the body all we're doing here is bringing the body into a deeper state of relaxation and continuing this rhythm for a few more rounds inhaling for three holding that breath for three and then exhaling out soft and slow and just feel the breath be aware of the body and maybe feel the deeper state of calmness already arising internally. 
The thought may be appealing to ride with. The idea may be nice and wonderful. But the point of this practice is to sharpen the mind. Everything we do with focus, attention, is changing the habit nature of our consciousness. Going through one more round of the inhalation, the pause, and the exhalation. And then allowing the breath to just be natural. We're just going to scan the body very quickly just to deepen our mind-body connection. Move your awareness and attention to your back. The upper back, the lower back. Feel the body pressed up against the seat. The physical sensation here. The key is just allow the mind to empty itself in this area of the body. Thoughts come up, I move it back inside. And now move your awareness over towards the tailbone. Feel the body against the seat. The tailbone pressing against the chair. And just feel that physical sensation. Just let the mind rest here. This is naturally allowing us to let go of the thoughts of the past and the future. And keeping us present. And now move your awareness over towards your left foot against the ground. Your right foot against the ground. Just a physical touch. And just relax. Allow the mind to rest inside. Connecting to the calmness. Connecting to the peace. Be present, be steady, be still. And just be aware of what's happening on the inside. If thoughts do arise, make an effort to watch the thought, observe the thought. Meaning the same way you watch TV, the same way you watch a movie. Watch it from that perspective, taking a step back. Sharing the space. If you feel a sensation in the body... A feeling of calmness, maybe a vibration, maybe a tingling sensation. Allow the mind to rest there for a few moments. Thought comes back up. I watch the thought. I don't engage it. I don't entertain it. But I'm just watching. No matter how good or bad it may be, I'm accepting it. I may feel discomfort. I may feel pleasant. And then I feel the sensation in the body. is going back and forth, resting in each space for a few moments. And now take a nice deep breath in through the nose. And then exhale as slowly as you can. Begin to bring ourselves back into the space. Now take another nice deep inhalation in through the nose. And exhaling even slower than the previous breath. Softly, slowly, slowly, softly. Begin to wiggle the toes. Begin to wiggle the fingertips. And before we go to open up our eyes, I wanted to check in with ourselves one last time and asking myself, how do I feel right now? How do I feel when I first began this practice? And how do I feel at the end of this practice? And when you are ready, begin to softly and slowly open up the eyes. But as you gaze around the room, the eyes begin to open. Try to remain connected to that awareness that you have within yourself. Try to remain connected to that calmness. And join me back into this space. I can feel the energy change in the room already, just from the, the feeling. But tell me, fellas, how we feeling? How we feeling? Ah. So focused right now. That, for me, was a battle. I was fighting. That's good. I was fighting. Like, I'm in there trying to not think of things that just be popping up. And you kept saying, uh, put your focus on. Um, just move like, it back inside. Exactly. The thoughts uh, will play like the, the film. About the breathing and things like that. And you kept saying the mind is going to wander off. 
thoughts are going to pop in, and that's all battling that. So you said it's also patience, and oh yeah. So I'm gonna just have to be patient. It's your like, first time really meditating. Yeah, yeah. Oh, then that brother, you yeah, in a good I space. I don't. I never meditated sp- before. Like I prayed before. My dad used to pray. And my dad used to go and he would have like the closet and he'll have his pillow and his Bible and stuff. And he used to go mm-hmm. in there and he'll pray and uh, he'll be mad loud and shit. But, uh, Praying is you talking to God. Meditation <clears throat> is God talking to you. Facts. Word. And you're seeing that's God showing you this is on your soul, brother. Every thought that pops up, there's different techniques to show you how to, okay, step one, let me see what's inside this machine, this divine temple. What needs to be cleaned out? What needs to be shined up? Yeah, I want better thoughts. That's all I got out of that. Ah. I'm sitting there, I'm like, I want better thoughts than this shit. I'm tired of thinking about what I'm thinking about. <laughs> but that's a good thing, though. Yeah. And everyone, no matter, oh, I've been still for 20 minutes, we're all going in the same direction, you know? And it's just being patient. But like now that you tell me that, I do certain techniques that can blast those thoughts out where you don't have to do it so mentally. Like the Buddhism, they do a lot of just negating thoughts but when you do the deeper pranayama do like the, the visualizations it can eliminate those thought patterns without having to do that mental tedious work that housekeeping you know it's more okay. intense but it, it works effectively okay it's like cleaning your room periodically throughout the week instead of waiting until saturday yeah yeah to break it down into or next or terms. next saturday right or next saturday exactly or... how you feel brother adam good man it's 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 mandatory to do things like that. You know what I mean? And um I uh I don't know. Have, have you hit the the float tank yet? Yeah. Uh, dude, how great is that? I hit uh what was that? 2 weeks ago? Something like that. I did Going that on Saturday. And and ever since I've just been like refocused cuz um I just been like a lot of stress. Just like normal what BS. is stress? Right. Just like uh, uh, mental taxing on your body, for re, uh, it's it's a, a mandatory practice of refocusing your energy to, you know, things that are that should be more important that are less concerning to you at the present time right. because you're convinced that other things are more. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I really need to make my car payment. Oh, I really need to work more to do this. But like. Uh, I'm, there was a point in my life where I didn't have a car, so just having the opportunity to have and a new car at that. Gratitude. Yeah, it, it you know, um, good man, fired up. I gotta go for a run after this. I'm gonna make the shit out of some dinner. Every mm-hmm. night, man, see yourself how you want yourself to be. Period. <clears throat> Spend five ten minutes and seeing yourself embodied in that perfect image of you, and not just seeing. Do you it. meditate over Facetime? Can we? Can I'm, we I'm, that's part of the package, but like you know, it could be a nice little barter <laughs> system, some meditation, some podcasts, a little bit of everything, you know. But that's the key foundation, man. Because what you're doing now is great, but imagine when you tap into the deepest state of your consciousness, what you could express right. into this reality. And that's something that I miss about yoga, because that yeah. was something that you know that was more like a meditative practice for me. You, um, you need, I would say, not saying you you need a for everything's meditation. Like even now, as I sit here and eat, I feel my hand on every single nut and seed when I'm chewing and talking to you. I can feel the texture because my mind's that aware. I'm not just letting it drift off. Being being present. Yeah. Cause that yeah. life is a meditation, but it starts yeah. off in the practice of me being still. Yup. So you know, it's a journey, folks. Man, it's a journey. Yeah. Um, I need better thoughts, yo. That's... You got this, man. <laughs> Come on, yo. You got this. I need better thoughts. You're you're a much stronger person than you like to give yourself credit for, and I, I have that conversation with you at every opportunity that I can. I love I myself, have. and I love 
the man I've turned out to be. I just need better thoughts. We're still grown, though, man. It's a journey. That's that's why life is a, a, a journey, not a destination. You know what I yeah. mean? It's it's getting there. I learned it's a lot today, though. The actual of getting there. Yeah, I felt that the energy was rising up today, man. I'm glad I did this. Yeah, me too. My brother Rob, please, uh, if you'd like, throw out your handles for yeah, for the internet. Handles. How? Like, what's he talking about for a second? But I get you though. Yeah. Uh, so right now, social media, Instagram. I haven't been very active lately because when you got to operate this matrix, trying to get a wedding in a house paid for, it takes away a lot of your energy, your currency. But so soul of man thirteen s o u l o f m a n one three. That's Instagram, and that's my Snapchat as well. You can find me at Rodney Solomon on Facebook. I do have a Facebook page, but it's kind of out of service. I'm I'm redeveloping a YouTube channel, but I'm doing all this research, trying to figure things out, getting, like, I have the camera. Talk get, to your boys. Yeah, in the batch. Probably can make life a lot easier, man, because I'm like, yo, I'm trying to figure out, like, the studio microphone stuff. Talk all that. to your boys. Yeah. Talk to right your boys. Here. Okay, then I can be conversation there, because that's what I'm really trying. Maybe this is why it's happened, too, because, like, I actually been on my list of, like, me trying to make things done, so I'm just been developing the blueprint of topics, you conversation. You need a podcast, bro. Y'all already fans of Brother Rod. Let him know in the comments. Start his own podcast because he got the glow. And just wait until he got the glow. My brother Mike comes and you get you get the two piece spicy between the two of them. Uh, or, or, and they start going or, off. Of you. Oh my god, man! Right. And uh, it's it's unreal. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Um, and kids, um, we didn't even get to jump into that so we're Wait. gonna have to we're gonna have to part two the living shit out of this oh yeah let's make it happen but it's um, a, a non-profit i started to elevate the consciousness of our youth and and kids stands for conscious youth development and service so i can provide these young seeds information i wish i would have had and we're not really going into any spiritual deep stuff just giving these kids the basic tools to help them remain balanced mm. so when they go out into the world they can let that harmony interact with whatever experience in whether they're a politician whether they're a doctor they're a lawyer they're not going to be caught up by the matrix but they're going to do things from their divine essence all this i talked about tonight that is who i am as a core obviously got to put the mask on in the matrix to operate and navigate mm-hmm. but it's just like if you connect with someone that's truly interested and wants to learn this now that you feel is ready it's an opportunity to speak about it you know what i'm saying because these things need to be regular conversations at all times so that's why i share this platform i'm gonna be more active on the social media but right now it's just Instagram Snapchat and then soon the YouTube or, or podcast however that comes to be cool. just to be talking regularly though so that's for now and you guys do uh, an open mic which open is mic super once super a month. important um, it's normally March um, 25th month? is this month it's, okay. a, it's like the third Saturday of the month but we have two big events we're doing an event at Danny Clinch's uh Art gallery in Asbury Park Hotel, a little fundraising event. Such a great spot. Yeah, Master Photographer who did that Tupac cover on the XL. I don't know if it was XL magazine or Rolling Stones cover of Tupac. It was that mm-hmm. photographer. He it's like a little story of his stuff. That's gonna be March 18th at Asbury Park, on at 6 p.m. And then we have a One Mic One Soul, which is once a month. It's a really conscious, soulful event. People do poetry, they rap, they sing, but we connect on a soul level. And like when I talked about you today, it's a little bit more filter, but I share that same knowledge with the people too, in a way that's more palatable to that audience. And the goal is just to expand consciousness, help people become vulnerable. And like when you like release what you've been through, it heals part of you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it takes right. away the shame about, man, right. well, I did so-and-so. And it's like, yeah, but even me thinking about it in a negative way locks me down even more. Mm-hmm. Getting rid of that corruption oh, so that yeah. you can expose the freshness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you got to be with people who are going to respect like you. like brining a cheese. <laughs> Don't eat that cow pus, though, man. It's going to do something. Let me stop. I know. He's a fool. God, I love cheese. <laughs> Google cow pus. You see what I'm talking about? All dairy. Nah, I just bought that. I just bought a fourteen dollar block of gorgonzola cheese that I'm about to put on this meat tonight. I ain't mad at you though. That's so good. 
But it's uh, it's so important. So you said this is take place in Asbury though. Cooler Cafe, twelve oh one Springwood Avenue. It's gonna be March twenty fifth. It's free to the community, and we do do mindful meditations. It's free to the community in Asbury Park as well. Every second and fourth Monday of the month. There you go. So if you want to come through, check me out. Conscious.org. So and uh, I was gonna ask you where can they find Conscious with a K. K O N S I O U S. I think I spelled that wrong. Definitely Mr. C in that yeah, as well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but conscious.org, conscious with a K, and that is a nonprofit website. And we things are building up tremendously, man. My man Mike just went full time to really take this on seriously. The We're going, best dude. Yeah, man. He's we we, we sober. They they mistaken us for each other. You know, we got different ranges of how we go about expressing our, our nature, but at the end of the day, our essence is uh, united at the core. Like Malcolm and Martin. I'm not Malcolm, even though they were caught up in the Matrix, too, okay. to an extent. But I, I still got love for them because they broke down the walls that were necessary. But if you weren't going into your divine self, it's only half the message. Word. Noble Drew Ali. Like I Ali said, we, we need, there, there needs to be a part two. So right after we part two Born, we're going to have to part two him. Facts. Shout out to Born. Shout out to Born Riley. Shout That's out my to Bourne. Word. Um, Bobby. What's up? Hit, hit him with the, the stuff. Oh shit, man! I'm still thinking about Axel <laughs> Axel underscore Foley twenty nine. Yeah, on Instagram. my Twitter and all that. But I was just thinking about my thoughts that I need. I need. That's a uh, good thing, man. Get that notebook out. Put them things down. Yeah, I got, I got a little composition right there. I got pen. I got more, I got notes in my phone. I can write it. Down I always phone. recommend the physical is better than the digital. Yep, <clears throat> that's why that's right there. In our generation, like it takes away some of the the creative energy. And that's just my own personal theory, though. But there's a certain essence that gets impressed into your consciousness when you are spelling things out, opposed mm-hmm. to the new technology. Either or, getting it down is getting is the most important thing. Okay. But how it ingrains deeper is from the actual writing out. That's putting the spell down, spelling the deeper. Man, that boy, that boy can spit, man. Woo! I can tell you right now. But Hashtag yo, man. PC, Simmons More Podcast, episode 46. That's the Andy Pettit episode, by yeah, the way. Don't forget, beloved. Uh, shout out more. to our sponsors, jitsweb.com. Uh, jitsweb and Domesticated Dad. And Domesticated Dad. Go to domesticateddad.net. .net. Uh, get you some food. Go uh, to their GoFundMe. They got a GoFundMe Once you get page. fat, go to jitsweb.com yep. and learn some jujitsu. Go and get that meditation also. Get back, get back into shape. Uh, Bobby? Me, yes. Um, Twitter, that's Axel underscore Foley29 on Twitter. Instagram, that's Bobby Moore 29 And Facebook, you already know. Don't forget you can find us on Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's all the same. at Simmons and Moore Podcast. Podcast. And go to SimmonsandMoorePodcast.com to find every episode from... One, two, forty-six, the yes. Andy Pettit episode. And all of the know. episodes in between, the Intoxicated Gentleman episodes, the secret episodes. Get the fuck. Get, what? You can find absolutely every single <laughs> little playing. bit of Stop information and internet. Yo, listen. Ah, if, listen, if, they, if they're not bullshitting me, because I'm about to find out. <laughs> I'm going to find out as soon as this episode ends. If they're not bullshitting me, ladies and gentlemen, episodes. please go listen to... Uh, intoxicated intoxicated gentleman, the first ever intoxicated. Bobby's gentleman. birthday episode. My birthday episode, which was fucking heinous. They hate it. I love it. <laughs> I was it. thinking about releasing it, but but um, beeping out the names. Fuck. We're, we're, I mean, yeah, we could do that. No, we but I mean, that. we really incriminated the living crap. Who gives a shit? It was like. I mean, that me. person is for sure gonna care. <laughs> I, don't care. <laughs> I, I don't care. Yeah, I know, but what level are, of balance are you trying to bring into this it's world? Our show. I, I don't give I a shit. I understand that, but we could be sued <coughs> for actual American. Yes. 
Not even just that, but the other one too. Is this an LLC or a sole proprietorship? Got you. Uh... What about the shit I was talking about with Danny? That as well. And the field trip. Yeah, but that's yeah. The fuck the field, the field no, trip. No, that's whatever. tough. That's okay. typical teenage shit. Podcast hashtag Sam PC. Uh, you already know we're in here like swimwear. We stay lit so we don't have to get lit, Bobby. Yeah, uh, oh wait, uh, you can find me on the internet. Uh, yeah, Adam Earth, Earth to Adam on everything. Earth to you. Because uh, I'm not a terrestrial being. I'm out here just floating oh, in the boy. outer realms. Thirteenth. Nope, nope, nope. No one got time for that. No one has time for that. Or um, Adam eats the world. Go hit me up. I'll, I'll I'll learn you a little something about food. Me and Bobby Light are gonna uh, throw up some videos on the internet soon. I think it so, could be a uh, connection, Adam. Yeah. Like we said, like the new edition uh, series. If you haven't seen it yet, go see it. Danny and Adam Bobby are going Brown, solo on me. Ralph, Tra- <laughs> Ralph Tresvin and Bobby Brown over there. Yo, I'm Bobby Brown. Y'all so it's my prerogative. My name's first. Y'all you already know. I played my prerogatives all weekend. I was just dancing to it. Uh, you weren't playing Mr. Telephone Man? You seen me post up the pictures of Bobby Brown, <laughs> y'all. I was, talking, I was in my zone with my Bobby Brown shit. Bobby, hit him with the shit, please. Bobby, uh, yeah, you already know, man. It's Bobby, uh, Mr. Dick Black like Moby. You already know. Tusabe. That's a fact, though, my nigga. Just forget. A blonde sensei doesn't need vision to wash the enemy. And that's a fact. Uh, head, more head more stone than Easter Island? You already know. Bah, you know bah, facts. Bah. We stay lit so we don't have to get lit, man. The slogan is strong. The hashtags is real. And the team is wavy as fuck. Danny, you already know what to do. Do the fucking drop. Peace. Thank you, Brother Ra. Brother Ra, thank you. Oh, yeah, man. Hold this balance and love, folks. It's been real now. Peace. Man, everything he just said was better than my shit. <laughs> I had a whole spill, and this nigga said about seven words, and it was better. Bobby. What is better? It's all we perceive things as good or bad, man. I perceive that shit is better. So my, so my, like what they said. I'm like, okay. And they're like, man, what's this nigga Roddy talking about? They're like, what the hell this man talking about? And like, okay, it's what Roddy talking about. Um, that right there was just better than what Brother I said. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, brother Rod. They don't. We, we don't need me. We need you. You about just, to be replaced. I just want. I just want what I say, but with his voice and his uh, vocabulary. Meditate daily, brother. And your See, spirit will speak. Facts. What? This nigga just killed me. <laughs> Yo! Oh my God. Uh, this is the more podcast, podcast episode 46. Episode We're finally going to leave. Uh, shout uh, yeah. out to everyone. You're the coolest. Uh, Hashtag peace. PC. We love you. Peace. We out. Danny, do the drop. Blah, 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 blah.